Hello, Tome Show listeners. This is your stalwart senior editor, Sam Dillon, and I am here to introduce for you a very special set of recordings, the World Tree Burns podcast. Yes, it is the official recording of the World Tree Burns game, hosted by GM Dan Dillon, friend of the Tome Show. And this recording is presented to you in conjunction with Cobalt Press, of course, and also with Encounter Roleplay. Ah! Hey, it's me, Snurg! I don't really like Noble Knights that much, but NobleKnight.com is okay by me. You know why? They got tons of products for me where I can just be hiding in dungeons and stuff like that. Also, it's it's really, really cool. I get to find all these bestiaries that I can fill my dungeon with and all kinds of goblin miniatures. So check out Noble Knight. They'll even buy old gaming products that you aren't using anymore, and they're awesome. NobleKnight.com. Make sure you tell them the Tome Show sent you. There are a lot of subscription services out there that deliver things right to your door these days. Veggies, movies, meat, pet toys, artisanal jams, collectibles, RPGs, pictures of cool places, music, butter, dice. Wait, what? There is literally only one thing on that list that would make my life complete. A monthly subscription service for dice? Dice Envy has subscription services for dice. They send you a unique set every single month right to your house. Go check out their subscriptions. Or if you just want to go buy some of their unique and interesting dice, head over to DiceEnvy.com and let them know that the Tome Show sent you. Their emotes are golden. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Encounter Roleplay. My name is Will, I'm a D&D sex icon, I'm the world's greatest role player, and I'm here today with the cast and crew of the World Tree Burns, who are also some of the world's greatest role players as well, hoping perhaps one day to take my title. Uh, we have with us, of course, our dungeon master, illustrious dungeon master, Dan Dillon. Dan, how's it going, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great, and I'm ready to play some D&D. How about yourself? How you doing, man? I am sick as a dog and feeling uh. awful, but I am here... <laughs> Well, um, that'll just let you channel the uh, the drunk under. for a day and a half uh, that we've got going on with Rio Dan right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, I'm uh, very method in my role playing. That's how I got my title. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Is, uh, astounding. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to get into today's game. And me, the rest of the cast and crew. We also have Laurelania Tia. How's it going, my friend? It's good. I'm just having private secret conversations with Neil. Uh, so Neil is our other cast member that you don't see the man behind the scenes that has to deal with all of our bullshit. Uh, so thank you, Neil, for dealing with all of our bullshit. Uh, I'm our audio great. sorcerer. Yeah, mm. I'm great. And again, definitely not hungover because who would drink two bottles of wine before having back-to-back role-playing the next day? That would be obscene and negligent. Uh, I'm really excited to play Kari. I had such a blast on the last episode. I've just been thinking about it over and over and over in like, my head, and I can't wait to get back into it. Awesome. Let's do it. Uh, and, of course, we have Tool School with us. School, how's it going, my friend? I am doing wonderful. I have just eaten wonderful, home-cooked northern Italian food. I have drunk some wine. I am a little bit buzzed, and I am all ready to play some glass of shim as we go into what is potentially a very deadly encounter. He is down in the black market. Uh, he bought some lovely mushroom stew and wants to buy all the things because everything is available here in the black market. But now, now we have 
the real main show about what happened. And so we will see. We will see what Glass gets on himself into along with the party because that's what Glass does. He's a party person. He is uh, a party person. <laughs> Great stuff. And of course, we have Josh with us tonight. Josh, how's it going, my friend? Well, I genuinely, uh, last episode was probably my favorite episode so far, but finding out that Talk School is buzzed playing Glass and is in a black market, I am beyond, like, I yeah. cannot cover how good this episode is going to be. All the carbs. I have totally had all the carbs. So be I'm afraid. So, I'm, like, this is, the this energy is, level is just going to be through the yeah. roof. I cannot explain to you how ready my body is for this. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm playing someone called Kane. Uh, he's a damp here, and I don't like. Back to tour school. Back to, <laughs> to tour school in the studio. Uh, we have McLoken, who is having some technical difficulties, but getting back to us soon. We hope he'll be with us. Uh, as for myself, I'll be playing Rio Dan, a Dampier cleric, who has come down with a bit of a hangover, a hangover after uh, having some of this human swill uh, in several bars and getting into several fights. Uh, but he's here today in the black market to see if he can buy or sell someone. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into it today and see what terrible things Redan gets up to. Uh, before we start today's game, I'll remind you guys, of course, we're sponsored today by Cobalt Press. Go over to coboltpress.com, check out your own Midgard books and materials in PDF or print. Uh, and of course, our sponsors include FantasyGrounds.com, our virtual tabletop of choice. All of the roles and tokens are on Fantasy Grounds. And of course, WhalenGames.co.uk is a go-to destination for tabletop and board game minis. Uh, so check those guys out for up to 20% off the retail value over there. And of course, TabletopLoot.com. Every game, we give away a set of tabletop loot dice. So at the end of today's session, be ready for that. And we'll be giving away another set of dice. Um, but I will hand over to our illustrious Dungeon Master, Mr. Dan Dillon, to remind us of what happened last week on the show and to take us into tonight's episode. Right. So when last we left our heroes, uh, we had caught up with what Kari had gotten up to over the last several days since the group had returned from the Margrave Forest. Uh, and Kari had taken the correspondence as well as a few other articles that they had found on the body of a slain Shadowfey courier who had come from the Shadow Realm and uh, just sort of mysteriously, inexplicably appeared in the middle of the forest and ran afoul of some of its more territorial denizens. Um, she took the essentially the diplomatic satchel that this courier had, and she found her way to Winter's Kiss, which is the official embassy of the courts of the Shadow Fey to the free city of Zobak. And she was invited in once she identified herself and the uh, the reason for her visit. Hey, there's McLoken. Uh, and she had a interesting encounter with the ambassador and extraordinary himself, Glenanin Thelamandrine. It's a mouthful and a half, but that's Shadow Fae for you. Uh, he explained some interesting things about the massive ley line that runs through the forest to Zobek and the shadow road that, uh, that travels along with it, uh, and that it had become unreliable and, in fact, for a while had been closed so that no one could travel along the shadow road, which is why the courier appeared somewhere in the forest and was trying to bring a message to the embassy. Uh, she has been charged by his excellency to seek out information and any possible source of this disruption of their 
source of magic, their power, and their ability to travel between worlds and across Midgard. Uh, on the Midgard side of things, they have agents working on the Shadow Realm side as well. Uh, and to that end, he gifted her, or lent perhaps, his seal, the official seal of the ambassador of to Winter's Kiss. And so she can, if need is great, and she decides to play that card, she can whip that out and maybe have some uh, momentary serious heavy hitter clout with the officials of Zobek. Uh, following that, there was uh, some interesting uh, post-bar crawl shenanigans with the Dampier that uh, I believe left uh, Riodan awake for the entire night. He hasn't slept, so he's going on two days active now and has been drunk most of, if not the entire time. Uh, so, following that, you guys followed up on a lead that there was a mercenary captain named Vandessian Thrick who was scheduled... Thrick, a prick. Uh, who was scheduled to be in the Cartway's Black Market in the tunnels below Zobek. Uh, and so you guys found your way down there, led by Kane, who knew the way, more or less, from his uh, his previous days, dealing with the scum and underbelly of Zobek. And you found yourselves in the Black Market, a massive uh, vaulted chamber with four great entrances that can be sealed by uh, large iron portcullis, portcullis, I don't know, you tell me. Uh, and it was just full of a cosmopolitan swath of bodies. There were humans, dwarves, um, some gnomes, some strange little um, small creatures that are reminiscent of dwarves, but uh, have these great big milky white eyes and uh, this almost bluish pale skin. And they're, they're just uh, very, very weird looking, uh, the two of them. And they seemed to be very off. You didn't, uh, you didn't really interact with them very much, but they sort of stood out, at least to Kane. Uh, you guys got a... Some of you got a bite to eat at the Cobalt Run Cafe down in the Black Market, and uh, the food was surprisingly good, and no one has died of poison yet, so that's always uh, a plus. And mm-hmm. you had some interaction with the Derakul, the ghouls from the Empire of the Ghouls, deep underground that are represented here. Uh, most heavily around the slave market that is the centerpiece of the black markets of the cartways. Uh, oh, one other important point. Uh, you guys made contact with a Darakul broker, just kind of a guy who knows a guy for absolutely everything you might need. Uh, his name is Radu Underhill, and he identified that strange crystalline powder you guys found on the uh, robed figure that was assisting the flame dragon. Uh, that kidnapped Pola Everforge. And he identified this stuff as Requiem, refined Requiem, uh, a drug that is extremely potent, highly addictive, but extremely powerful and valuable. Uh, Supposedly, if you were to smoke this powder, the person smoking it could call up the soul of a deceased person known to them and force it to answer questions and give up its secrets. So if you're willing to forego the value of this stuff, and to risk whatever the addiction uh, issues might be from uh, from using it, that is uh, an interesting possibility if you guys are looking for information uh, that is otherwise hidden or locked away, particularly behind death. Uh, yes, indeed. It's, uh, its street value was clocked at about 2,500. Uh, and he gave you a lead on an individual who would buy it from you, no questions asked, for probably about 1,000. Uh, if you want to get street value for it, you're going to have to find someone who wants to buy it and take more risk. Uh, when we left off, you had cased the market itself and you had found 
uh, Vandessian Thrick that you were looking for, and he was just this sort of larger, boisterous individual, um, and uh, he was just kind of talking loudly with uh, some soldier woman, and uh, you'd kind of hovered nearby to see what his deal was and decide how you're going to make your approach. It was about then that a cadre of Darakul opened one of the uh, western gates and brought in a castle of slaves in chains. Strange creatures that none of you had ever seen before, and I don't think anyone recognized the term ghost folk. Uh, I don't remember if we had any uh, intelligence history checks on that. Um, if we didn't, we can go ahead and do that, but uh, chances are that nobody's heard of them. They're incredibly rare, uh, and particularly in this part of the world. They were hulking individuals, humanoids of uh, great stature, broad of shoulder, their muscles have muscles, and their skin is this pale, ashen, uh, sort of fish belly, off-white color. Uh, they have long, lank hair, thick jaws with protruding yellow tusks, and uh, tiny little bloodshot red eyes sunken deep into their skulls. And that is where we had left off. So that's where we find yourselves. You're sort of hovering nearby where Vandessian Thrick is seated. He's seated not too terribly far from the raised auction stage of the slave pens in the middle of the black market. And there's a drumbeat just sort of rolling out from somewhere and echoing around this vaulted chamber as the ghouls bring in these uh, so-called ghost folk in chains. So quick question. Yes. Um, as far as Glass goes, because I actually myself got confused, hearing these people, I mean, was it where that did they say ghost folk out loud? The Darakul Barker, the guy who kind of runs the slave market, was up on the stage and he said out loud, I had never thought to see any of the ghost folk in the flesh. Okay. As far as, because I know they have big tusks as well, mm -hmm. and are these sort of oversized people. Like I said, I myself was confused, and I don't know whether it would make sense for Glass to be confused. Well, he knows that you know he was, you know, basically the legend of his tribe back in Felmire Swamp and around Malian was that this group of trollkin that he uh, comes from mm -hmm. are from some of the denizens of the Ghost Light Forest. I mean, do these look somewhat trollkin in their nature with their tusks, or is it so completely different um, he would not think for a moment? Would he make that same mistake is what I'm kind of trying to get at? It, it's you, you might think that there's some sort of connection there. I will say that none of the trollkin that you know from, uh, from your home look particularly like these, but you also know that trollkin can kind of vary in their, their look mm -hmm. and carriage. So it's possible that they're from somewhere else in the Ghostlight Forest. Um, okay. And because with your with that proximity to the to the wasted west, there's just all kinds of strange things that can happen. Uh, the ley lines are an absolute mess there. Uh, magic right. becomes predictable, and it's hard to tell what sort of strange variants and sometimes outright abominations can be spawned. Okay, tell you what, I'm, can I just I'm just gonna do a I'm gonna do an insight to try to guide me as a player to where I think he's going to fall on this, if it's something that could potentially fall either way. Sure. So on a... Okay. If, yeah. All right. With a 15, you're pretty certain that these are not trollkin. Certainly not any kind that you've ever okay. encountered before. If they are trollkin, they're some sort of very distant cousin. He's not going to feel any sort of connection to them. No. In fact, uh, 
the 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 just the way they look around where they kind of stare out from that lank hair that's just sort of hanging down in front of their faces and you suspect it might have at one point been a, in a little bit better order than that but they've probably not been treated well when they were in the uh, in the care and the tender ministrations of the darkul uh you can see that there is just waves of malice and hate rolling okay. off of them like heat waves okay cool so yeah in that case i think glass sort of shudders a little bit at these you know these creatures as they just so are seems to be so malevolent and you know glass is still a bit um you know he's he's a little bit naive to true evil in the world so sure. he's just what the uh hmm. kari and Rioden, you guys could please make me intelligence religion checks and i will remind Rioden that you have a level of exhaustion so your ability checks are made with disadvantage um, yes, please. Religion. Oof, natty one for Rio Dan. All right. Um, there it is. Sorry. The, what I would say is sort of the obvious leader of these ghost folk. You can see on uh, the side of its face, it has the remains of uh, something on there. It looks maybe like dried blood or uh, or mud or some other kind of dark crusted uh, makeup, kind of primitive looking, but it still barely holds the shape of a symbol. It, it springs to mind that in your studies, uh, you have run across at least something that looks similar to this symbol before, the symbol of the white goddess. And that gives you pause. Uh, if the hunter is feared and sometimes misunderstood, sometimes not, uh, the white goddess is with very good reason shunned and uh, and and driven out of any place that isn't just a wash in blood and savagery and death. Okay. You don't know too much about her, but but just just enough to make you think that okay, if this guy's sporting that symbol, this is serious bad news. I want to wash it off him. <laughs> don't Go up and mom, but I mom just, thumb him. <laughs> yeah. Narrow my eyes, but. Uh... Stay silent and encounter roleplay. I'm assuming we'll be back very soon, guys. So we'll figure out what so. goes on with uh, yeah, so that one. The symbol, the symbol that's sort of just barely still showing up on this this creature's pale face. It looks like uh, a sun, but done in something by either black or very dark, like dried blood or clay, something like that. So it would be I kind of like a, a black sun motif. I'm sorry, yeah, and, I'm not, like, bored or anything. I just can't stop no, no. yawning. I have no idea. You're okay. I'm sorry. All right. So, uh, yeah, Cloak, what you got going on there, man? Uh, I have a few questions. Uh, yes. Just because I, I was having technical difficulties. Why is Jostra as Geralt? Uh, or Geralt? <laughs> um, Vampire of the Masquerade before here, so we had cosplays on, but... What uh, What clan are you? Ventrue. Ventrue. Because they don't have Sedite yet. Oh, I'm rich and snobby, and I have fortitude. Mm -mm. Uh, Every Bentry I've ever met. Look at my presence. Um, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My presence. I think would study these things. He's never seen them before. I'm fairly sure you have not. Yeah. Um, And they they look like big, umbering white hulks, right? 
Yeah, they're still medium-sized, but I'd say they're kind of the okay. upper end of medium. Uh, they have a little bit of a forward hunch to their massive broad shoulders and barrel chests, but uh, yeah. if they kind of stand up to their full height, which at least one of them has done, when uh, the, the leader kind of did when he took a lash across the back from one of his Darakul handlers, uh, they probably stand close to seven feet tall. <sighs> Can I roll... A history? I want to say history. I don't have my character sheet even open. There we go. Um, yeah, you can see if I've heard an... any stories or anything like that. Yes, yeah, you can make uh, an intelligence okay. history check. 11, straight up 11. No, no, the, the term ghost folk doesn't ring any bells for you. As everyone's doing it, can I do it? Yeah, you totally. Know, Bring it up. Yeah, I'm like I'm fucking. I feel left well, out now. Okay. You're the Witcher. Of course you can make the roll. Yeah, of course I can. Uh, all I can. Every time I look at you, all I can hear is that fucking I Witcher did. three. Where it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm like, God, God damn it! True story. As I'm loading up my character sheet, true story. It came with uh, the audio soundtrack on CD, and for a while I broke my auxiliary in my car, so the only CD <laughs> I had was the Witcher soundtrack. I could fucking throttle the music. It's so good, but it's so fucking tedious after uh, a while. At ten, yeah, I'm so ten. No, sorry, nothing. I like uh, these are apparently these are apparently heavily exotic creatures that uh, you just haven't crossed paths with even mention of them in your travels and uh, and studies, those of you of a more studious bent. So what's Thrick up to? As I mean, he made this big uh, announcement is, to the ghost folks, but... Well, uh, Thrick did not make the announcement. It was the, the Darakul oh. with the kind of the black fur robe he's wearing over his armor up on the up on the stage. And Thrick oh, okay. uh, kind of, when, when the announcement came out, Thrick kind of rubbed his uh, his big okay. hands together and leaned forward and was like, this, yes, this is what we are here to see. And so he is incredibly interested, and apparently this is the reason he was so keen to be at the black market uh, on this night. And so the, uh, uh, the drumbeat just kind of rolls... Uh, through the stone vaults uh, of the black market and the only sound you can hear at this point as the crowd has kind of gone into this half awed, half scared, cowed, intimidated uh, hush is the rattling of chains, the occasional snap of a whip and this guttural beast-like growl or snarl of pain and fury from one of these pale figures as they're brought up toward the uh, the auction block. Uh, I would turn to everyone and be like, well, You try um, and buy one. No. <laughs> I want that's one. Why, no. that's, a, that's why I left the dog at home. Um, we're going to turn around. We're going to turn around and Glass has already got a ghost folk. Like, he's already <laughs> full. One. <We're> like, <laughs> they both have the mushroom cap soup and they're like, like, um, <laughs> That's so good, uh, though. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like looking at glass. Like, this is a great. I'm glad I let you go. I should let you go more often. Like, it's, it'd be a permanent game buddy that he can like play chess with and like teach him how to play. <laughs> Oops, um, <laughs> uh, Cloak would look at everyone and be like, you know, if that guy buys the ghost folk, um, it's going to be even more difficult to. Do what we need to do. What, what is it that we are supposed to be trying to do? I thought, what? Uh, 
king you were the one who why were we looking for this man and like he's standing right there isn't he or is he far enough away that we can like uh, talk he, he, about no him you now? guys you guys can talk uh you got you okay. kind of identified where he was and you got into right. earshot of his table but that's really only because he's loud as hell and just full of himself and he just projects and booms when he talks uh so if you guys don't want to be like hovering over his shoulder that's fine i assume Kane stopped you guys a good yeah, people. I think we got our own table with mushroom soup going on. But yeah. And Glass is pretty enthralled with the ghost folk, but he's kind of like leaning over and like, so Cloak is worried about them buying them, but why do we care? Is he a, is this a bad person? Is he going to use these things against people? Kane leans in. Uh, well, Kane's probably like staring at him and trying to weigh up sort of like he's like weighing up all the options looking at all the exits wondering you know he's running 101 different scenarios but as he does uh whisper turns to look at glass and says you remember the cartways well yes we are in the cartways the men all oh, the black shields and then, like, its head just does that horrible, like, craning without moving any of its body to fix beady eyes at uh, Throok and uh, mm-hmm. Kane. Now, now that you mention the black shields, you can see peeking up from the, the collar of his shirt uh, the, the black oh, shield fuck. emblem tattoo on the side of his neck. Meet their leader. Okay. Um, yes, this one. So, so if these ghost people get those skies and horribleness that they had with the other guys had, that would be bad. Uh, I will remind you that the fellow with the the sickles and the bandages, he did not have any black shield insignia or paraphernalia on him. Oh, and okay. actually, neither did. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, well, the guy who disappeared. He, he well, we didn't see yeah, him well, not that you, not that you could see. Right. But Very it was the other. They, the other know that they were sort of. A part of so, they were guards or they were the hired help. So yeah, so they're the hired help. Right. So we got to work from that clue to find out who who the fuck hired right. them. Essentially, right. um, can Cloak make a perception uh, to see on who is guarding this weird man? Sure. Yeah, uh, you can make a wisdom perception check. You could also do an insight if you would like to do that. I, I imagine perception is probably your better bet. Uh, yeah, actually, they're both the same. So, oh, okay. a uh, nine. A nine. Um, so, it's pretty obvious that uh, the that there are two other people at his table uh, who both have shield brands on their neck. So, you can tell that they're with him, obviously. Uh, and I would say that just kind of keeping an eye out on the, uh, the area and kind of the ebb and flow of bodies around him. You don't really see anybody else that seems to be with him or minding or keeping an eye out or anything like that. So as far as you can tell, it's just him and the two at his table. Hmm. Well, he seems to have his friends, well, two of his friends here, but that's all I can see. Um, I think we're going to have to make a uh, distraction. But to what end? How are we going to... I cannot imagine that those are cheap. We can't outbid him. I don't think that attacking him is down here is a good idea. I mean, you wouldn't even let me walk around without holding my hand. <laughs> uh, at that point, I would look around to everyone else. Can I do 
an insight roll to see if people are drunk? In your group or just around in general? Just around in general. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, there are some people that are obviously uh, drunk and otherwise inebriated. Uh, difficult to say on what. Uh, on You know, one person has this kind of... It, it's not the stagger of a drunk person whose balance is thrown off. It's this weird sway as if there's music there that you can't hear. And they have this sort of far stare into the distance. Okay. And, and they're just kind of twiddling something in their fingers that you can't really make out what it is. So there's all sorts of inebriation going on here. Now, that said, there's plenty of people that are stone cold sober, hand on weapons, and watching for trouble at every moment. Well, um, I really don't have the... Defective. I was more thinking of having other people cause a distraction with a little nudge. All right, so while you guys are talking, the uh, the ghost folk are, are sort of marched up onto the block, and then they're arranged in this sort of circle around the stage, and uh, then they're just kind of left there. And the Derekul Barker, who's been just kind of running the show in the center there... Now, I, when I say he's running the show, he seems to be running the slave market. He doesn't seem to... Or at least he doesn't project any sort of air of authority over anything else that's happening in the black market. Just that kind of stage and slave pen area. That looks like it's his deal. Um, and he sort of holds up a hand and and uh, the, the buyers and, that are interested in the, the meat market are sort of closing in and he says, come, spend some time. See if you are interested in the merchandise. We will begin the bidding in one half hour. And so basically they're just sort of paraded and put on display for uh, the interested buyers to come and check them out. Uh, you'll notice that nobody's getting close to them. Like nobody's going up and peeling lips back to see what their teeth look like. And no one's going up to like kick the tires and, and squeeze the biceps. Uh, they're they're <laughs> keeping out of arm's reach. But there is a great deal of interest. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, there's a great deal of interest in these strange creatures and you see, um, you can see there are what are probably representatives of wealthy influential families, um, from Zobek or even, even from, uh, farther flung areas that are, uh, that are looking into them. And, and it's pretty easy to tell that these things would be incredibly well sought after for either mercenaries to, to use in battle, uh, as pit fighters, gladiators, that sort of deal, or even something along the lines of house guard or shock troops. I don't suppose I'd be able to figure out what a price, having no idea what they are, I guess I wouldn't be able to hazard a guess, but could I try and uh, overhear, like, some people examining them, like, maybe as I go over, find out what people so listening to people you'll hear that it sounds like the minimum bid uh, is going to start at 500, 500 gold so, we do have the requiem we could trade was, and yeah. that's what I'm thinking um, why do we so you guys are looking to buy yourselves a slave no look at the size of that fucker <laughs> um is there any place around, just because we've established that Glaz's rituals are not small, um, uh -huh. where Glaz could ritually cast a spell? 
Um, sure. Like and how? Not be, you know, and not just make a big. What I, I want to do detect magic so I can you know get it going so I can take a look around and see how much magical stuff is around. But I also want to make a big production of me slinging my whole big moose skin over the table and and, right. and casting so, a spell. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. How unobtrusive do you want to be? Um, do you want to just kind of find yourself a table in the back of the cafe that's sort of off against the wall and away from the main action? Or do you want to, like, go out into one of the tunnels where there's absolutely nobody around? Well, here's a question. Just knowing mm-hmm. that we've got lots of interesting buyer, interested buyers and stuff, right? well, I see anyone else casting spells. How big of a deal is spell ca- seem, does spell casting seem to be I in this I feel like it would be area? common because people want to inspect shit to make sure it's not busted, right? Why don't you, yeah, why don't you go ahead and uh, make me a perception or a wisdom perception or wisdom insight check, whichever you prefer. Uh, Same, so let's just do, uh, I like insight, let's stick with insight. Ooh, there we go, 17. Alright, so you've caught a couple of instances of, uh, in particular, remember when you saw that little goblin-like creature swathed in the brown and gray cloth with its kind of knobbly-looking ears sticking out and was haggling with someone over this strange-looking device that you recognized right, right. as at least vaguely Ancashelian in origin? Um, oh, probably, probably some sort of real artifact. Um, so, who knows? Maybe some kind of weapon, maybe some kind of uh, powered device, who, whatever it could do. Uh, the prospective buyer did indeed pass his hand over it and whispered uh, kind of, I mean, the, the words were lost to you from your distance, but he very clearly right. cast a spell of some sort. Uh, okay. So, and, and no one really batted an eye. So, you've seen okay. instances of spell casting. What you haven't seen is anything overtly um, flashy and certainly nothing hostile. Yeah. So, um, Glass, I think, uh, will sort of look to the group and go, well, be well informed as always to be, uh, have a better strategic position. Um, if someone would like to escort me, it seems like there is a, uh, darkened table over there in the corner, uh, out of the way where I could cast detect magic so we could see perhaps what we are not seeing might be threats around us if we do plan on making any kind of move. Yes. I'm like Detect Magic would also tell us if he had any like protection on him or anything like that. Yeah. I'm all about right. that. Like this is a luxury that Kane hasn't had before. Uh, so yeah, the right. idea of finding out ahead of schedule if, you know, his arrow is gonna just ping harmlessly off the guy. Or if the guy will like burst into flames and damage him, yeah. I'd like to. Okay, so so Glaz, you're going to go grab a mushroom part of the bowl at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's at this point just (laughs) eating a mushroom cap. Yeah. Uh, The the bowl curry is actually lightly grilled before it was uh, filled with the stew. Mm. So it's it's, not only is it lightly grilled, it has a little char on the outside, which is just delicious. It kind of soaked up. It soaked up all the broth uh, on the inside as well. So you're getting this this weird sort of two tone, not altogether unpleasant, quite, uh, quite delicious. Sort of Save second course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so so meantime, Glaz, you're going to go grab yourself uh, kind of a corner booth back in the cafe, get out of the way of main line of sight, and spend some time ritually casting detect magic. Yeah, yes, I am. All right, so uh, if you remember, there was a bubble of lots of people not wanting to get near him, sort of surrounding Radu Underhill, the uh, the Darakul fixer. Yes, that you guys uh, met. So. 
back by his table where he's still seated. Um, it seems he is uh, nursing, I believe, uh, Kane, you bought him a drink, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is currently nursing that drink uh, in between puffs of the whatever he has rolled and smoking in that long cigarette holder, uh, that cigarette stem. And there's a table not too far from him that's kind of in the back, a little shadowed up against the stone wall of the, the chamber that you can snag. Yeah, so Glass, of course, as he goes by, oh, hello again, yes, I'm going to, do you know if it's anyone over there? Do you mind if I'm just going to go over and take a moment? Is that okay with you? Is that drink yeah. good? Is everything okay? And doing all of his normal Glass stuff and then heads sure. over, making, you know, <laughs> being the most conspicuous, inconspicuous trollkin in the room and right. um, heads over. I don't, I, are you guys letting him go alone first? <laughs> Let's just start with I that. Not letting him go. Well, let me anywhere. let me let me pause the the action real quick here, Kane. Uh, back when uh, Cloak was checking for bodyguards and such, you mentioned that you were keeping an eye out around Thrick as well. Is there anything in particular you were looking for? Yeah, I'm looking to see if there's anyone who's loitering around who's probably like one of his guards. Who oh, so basically like, the same play. deal, right? Yeah, but also at the same time, I want to get the measure of this guy because like he immediately strikes me as someone who landed on his feet in this position as opposed to fought tooth and nail. So either he's a caster and is going to have some nasty tricks up his sleeve, or I'm expected to believe this guy can fight. And okay. I, don't uh, I, will say, I will say that you can see that he has a pair of scimitars sheathed at his mm -hmm. hips. And uh, actually, let's see. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, he has a pair of, pair of scimitars sheathed on his hips. Um, and you can give me a wisdom insight check, and we'll see what you can put okay. together. On a scale of one to Dritz, how fucked am I <laughs> trying to fight this guy? Uh, am I you rolling it? Dark Elf reference? It may be. He made a, a Dritz reference. Oh. Uh, the the Dark Elf you. reference that only anyone can ever get because that's the only Dark Elf they know. Yeah. Uh, no. Not 20. All right. Okay, no, so no, sizing this guy up, he might sound like a fucking windbag, right? But there are scars on the back of his hands and uh, his, his forearms that are just peeking out of his sleeves that are kind of almost like carelessly rolled back of this, uh, this, mm -hmm. this linen shirt that he's wearing. Uh, and you can catch just the slight bulk of armor underneath his uh, his nice clothes that's uh, that's hidden under there. And the more you watch, like he he's a man who enjoys finer things in life, good food, fine drink, uh, and you can tell that he's put on some weight uh, probably in recent years. But underneath that, there is a hardened veteran fighter. Um, so this guy you would. You would even hazard a guess, like, actual legit military. So this is more like what I'm seeing right now is, like, yacht club, golf course. Like, yeah, I imagine, like, he's a hardcore vet. This is more of a hobby of his. He's not really – he made his money um, through – You get – let's see. You, you rolled a 20. You get the feel that uh, this guy did his time in service, either actual, actual military service or, or serious mercenary work and hmm. took that money and went into business for himself. 
And so now he's not, he's, you know, he's not the sergeant or the captain leading the company. He's the man who owns the damn company and decides who goes where. Uh, and so he doesn't necessarily see battle as much these days, but by the way he moves, his reflexes are still sharp and he must keep his hand in at some way. So, okay. so he sounds, he sounds like a big spoiled, just kind of boisterous windbag, but that's wrapped around a core of steel. Okay. The other question I had, and I imagine you would have told us immediately, but I'm going to kick myself if I don't ask and find out. Sure. Has he got all his body parts? Because we haven't really run into a clanker yet, and I'm I'm, I'm apprehensive with pretty much everyone, because I know they're out there, yeah. and they fucking terrify me. <laughs> all right. Uh, so as far as you can tell, and as far as he's presenting, he has all of his flesh parts. Um, nothing is obviously replaced by clockwork or brass. Hmm. Okay, right. So I like, I guess, like, uh, at first, sort of like, Kane does that kind of like, gives him that look over as if to say, right. like, what are you doing? And the more he looks, the more that begrudging respect comes and he starts to contemplate and he looks and, and then he looks over at his traveling companions and they're you know, eating bowls and pestering <laughs> community people. And, uh, you know, between between Glaz, who's going to give them away really, really quickly, uh, Carrie, who has not actually done fantastically well in combat so far, and I don't mean that in a dickish way, I mean legitimately. Dice being dice. Other, yeah, dice being dice. Her, her uh, dice and, in this campaign have been fucking rough <laughs> yeah and uh, a kobold a gnome sorry i so similar oh, um, oh damn yeah i you I'm didn't just call him a kobold did you um did. yeah and will is uh and will is actually dead now so yeah, will, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. i'm fucking Rip. i don't like my odds but yeah i wait for uh I'll, like i'll go with glass the second i see glass is like making a beeline to do magic shit i'm like oh fuck me sweetly Follow Glass. All right. So as uh, as as you uh, are are kind of stepping quickly to catch up with Glass, you can see him yammering at Radu Underhill, who uh, who sort of smiles and and waves kind of magnanimously with the uh, cigarette stem trailing this little wispy smoke. Uh, he waves toward the empty chair and says, "Not at all. Make yourself at home, friend." Oh, thank you so much. And he Have kind of inclines his head. It's very good. I have not had it recently, but I have had it in the past. They are surprisingly fine cooks here, if one prefers their meat cooked. And he kind of lifts his glass and then takes a drink. Uh, I I I was muted. Good point. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes over and uh, uh, in Glass's normal way, you know, takes off this big moose skin and lays it out over the table and, you know, breaks out a few... uh, sort of um, stones and gems that he sort of uses to arrange out and begins doing his uh, ritual cast of Detect Magic uh, for the next 11 minutes. Yes, indeed. Uh, It's not 11 minutes, is it? I think it's 10 minutes and one action. (laughs) Oh, right, yeah, because it's not not a one-minute cast. Sorry, it's Identify, which is the extra one minute. You think it Identify, yep. Uh, Hey, Luke, uh, looked like you were trying to get attention earlier. You You got something? I um, have a question about these things. Do yeah, they look up. like they anger quickly? 
Yes. I mean, it looks like their default baseline right now is just sort of this simmering fury that can't go anywhere. Does it? What? What? What kind of manacles do they have on them? What kind of uh, restraints? Oh, they have. Uh, they have steel manacles on their wrists with uh, a chain kind of run through, linking them all together. That's it. I mean, that's it. But they're like they're big, thick steel cuffs and uh, and okay. a heavy gauge steel chain. Definitely not something that somebody can just sort of like heave and pop. Um. But I think, let's say, Cloak has the bright idea to, when everyone's distracted with the auction, to pick up, (laughs) and like all of a sudden Cloak is like holding this big rock and then looking at the the ghost, uh, ghost folk, and he's like, I wonder. Uh, And then he's going to wait. For the auction to start, All and right. he wants to. So, can I roll an insight to see if he throws a rock without being noticed? Um, if he throws a rock at a one of these things' face, will they enrage? Um, I mean, if you throw a rock at my face, I didn't. How fucked are you? Fucked. Like how it, it's it's pretty obvious that that any sort of physical threat to these things will will provoke some some pretty significant ire in response. The question is, what can they do about it? Um, they're certainly their spirit is not broken. You can see that, but they are under pretty heavy guard and are are he- I mean, their their hands are essentially useless. They're and they can't really get very far because they are all chained together. So is this so, going to be? I'm I'm just thinking though, like there's a limit to how much. Like if you, for example, have a load of bulls together, it, it only takes one to start a stampede, and then it's fucking we're dead. Right. Um, is, is you cool? get the feeling. You get the feeling that if these things feel like they could get loose or do anything with that, they would start snapping necks and eating faces in a second. Okay. But the you know the big limiting factor is they're surrounded by you know, armed guards and chained and have no weapons. A bunch of stuff in between us. Ye, but in between you and them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a crowd in it's between also, you and them. It's also to remember that there are fucking walkways that have dark all up on them. And these guys I have identified to you as fucking legionnaires. At least some of them, not all of them. Every every dark in here is not an iron legionnaire, but yeah, there are, there is at least a few. And on top of that, every single gang member puts men up to be part of the guard down here. So you would right. be pissing off everyone. Here's the thing. Uh, my plan was to roll a stealth and then throw the rock. Right. So try to subtly chuck a rock and see if you can spark a, a slave riot. Yes. While um, all the... Um, uh, people were busy when the auction kicks on because that's when everyone's going to start like yelling at each other and then like tensions are going to be high. That's what I'm waiting for. Okay. Um, again, the, like you, you think that that's definitely a thing that could happen. The problem is going to be, can they do anything with that fury once you try to release it? Because they are pretty mm-hmm. impotent at the moment. 
Um, so you think, like, like, imagine a bunch of slaves being frog-marched through a city and people start throwing bottles and crap at them. Like, they're going to snarl and be real angry and pissed off, but then what can they do, you know? Yeah. I mean, and just as a player, to what end, how does that help us? We can kidnap to... the other guy. So, uh, in the like, meantime, while... Frick, Frick, the, <laughs> Frick, Frick the killer? That yeah, is absolutely. what is going through Cloak's head right now. Okay. So the plan, which, the plan would probably be what's going through Cloak's head. No yes. one has just. No, we have not discussed a plan together. So oh, Cloak well, is just like, I'm just as a player. Oh, I'm like, no, 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 no. I want. I want to tell you that is wrong because I straight up told you guys, I was just shit face drunk when I told you guys and made no <laughs> sense and yelled at Cloak. So that is not on me. Blame Reardon. Oh, He's not well, here right. to defend it's, himself. Yeah, it's, uh... Blame Reardon. Right, 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 right. It's Clark's brother. I mean, he should be fine, right? Oh, it's his twin brother. Okay, I so, so while you have a few minutes, while uh, while Glaz is uh, performing his ritual, is there anything specific you guys want to do, or we can just kind of move together and you guys can can discuss? Clark's just kind of enjoying about. herself. I didn't. Okay. She doesn't think of all these dastardly things. She doesn't really care about Thrick that much because all that's running through her mind is. Watching ma- uh, Glass do magic. Glass fix the roadways. Glass fix the roadways. You're my only hope at like being noticed. And as he's uh, either before or after he begins his moose skin tabletop ritual, uh, mm-hmm. she'll reach into her pocket and be like, "Will these help you with your magic?" And I produce the three gems that are worth twenty GP because uh, I see him throwing around stones and stuff, and she's not really familiar with magic right now. She just wants to do anything that she can to help him. Would these aid in your magic? Uh, not this particular one, but potentially with some other magic that I have. They are very pretty. You should keep them. Um, but yes, for this, I need my stones that I am familiar with. Mm. All right. So we'll go ahead and move forward. And uh, you complete your ritual and you can feel the very familiar sort of almost electric shock run kind of like at the back of your eyeballs and this tingle runs forward and you look around and kind of blink and you can see a few magical auras shimmering in the air uh, around some familiar items like Kari's bow. You can almost see this sort of violet ghostly outline standing half behind, half in the same space that she is Mm -hmm. and that seems to kind of center on the bow. Um, What are you looking for in particular? Uh, in particular, I'm looking at the other people in here and any magical protections around uh, the Dracul, around Thrick, and just this is just as a hunch, not knowing all the things that we, the perception that we did. My thought, looking at these giant menacing things, I think that Glaz, you know, usually is, you know, for a long, long time, he was the biggest guy in the room. And hmm. suddenly there are these things that are much bigger and much scarier than him. He is quickly learning that while he was the, he was the biggest mage in the room, that doesn't mean a whole lot outside of being outside of Vimia. So right. seeing these, I think he's a little bit concerned. So, I mean, you know, even before uh, McLoken said all the stuff he was wanting to do is, are these manacles in some shape or form enchanted uh, to hold these, you know, what's going on to keep these things in control or are the magic are the manacles magical is it the dracul have you know something magical on him or a whip that's magical so mainly the dracul slave driver 
Thrick. And these, there's no way he wouldn't be like, what is going on with these big giant ghost people, ghost folks? Sure. All right, so immediately around you, some things jump to your attention. Uh, one is you detect an aura of magic on uh, Master Underhill at the next table. Uh, you can see that he's got this sort of light uh, cape on, this black silk cape, and there is a uh, copper and silver brooch holding it uh, together, and it is shining with an, uh, an enchanted aura. Uh, there are uh, a few others just sort of scattered about in the room. Um you can see a few of the more well-to-do-looking individuals have auras of magic on them, as well as a few things uh, like wares in some of the booths uh, are, are, uh, are shining with magic. Um, Actually, he would probably look the, over at the uh, at that artifact, too. Is it within eyeshot of it? It might be that it's outside from where he could see um, the line of sight. Or could he maneuver himself easily to get to see where it is? Or was that way back? Yeah, like uh, you, can, you can catch a glimpse of it. It looks like the prospective buyer has not at this point taken it. So it's still there, kind of clutched in this little uh, robe and almost like a desert nomad looking sort of, sort of robe mm-hmm. where there's very little showing, slit for the eyes, that sort of deal. Uh, it's still clutched in that figure's hands. And you can see uh, that it is indeed gleaming with magic. Uh, any specific school, or if you don't have it prepared, don't feel like you got to go digging for it. I'm just uh, yeah, you can you can take a moment. You, you can take a moment to uh, to kind of focus on it, and it looks like evocation magic. You can see this just sort of thrumming, energetic crackle, almost like it's limbed with this blue lightning that's sort of pulsing gotcha. in these uh, irregular beats around it. Cool. Uh, the ghost folk themselves, you see no aura of magic upon them, nor upon the chains. Uh, although, uh, Cloak and Glass, between your scrutiny, you can see that these things are, um, this isn't just like some manacles that they grabbed off the local prison and slapped on some dudes. These look like they were made, reinforced, and with the specific intention of holding big, nasty stuff. Uh, masterly crafted. Yep. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Thrick particularly? or the Dracul uh, Slave Master. Thrick, Thrick and the Darkul Slave Master. Ooh, I'm saying that wrong. Yeah, Actually, uh, while he was casting, I wanted to take a look around and see if anybody was uh, kind of in cloak-style paranoia, see if anybody's been watching us or trailing us or following us or following any of our friends or anything like that, because Sorry's having fun, but she still knows to be vigilant. All right. Why don't you make me a wisdom perception check, please? Wisdom perception. Uh-oh. My brain is not working. Nice. That's an 18. That's a, yes, result of an 18. Um, it looks like Glaz drew a little bit of attention when he was casting a spell, but it was, I mean, like, like you guys kind of checked out first. It's commonplace enough that nobody's going to get their dander up over it. Cloak, why don't you make me a uh, dexterity stealth check, please? Okay. Oh, you're gonna see if I see him doing Let's this see. shit. I wanna I wanna see how <laughs> subtle he's being in his his eye banging trouble over there. Okay, so it looks like Cloak is just sort of hanging out nearish the crowd, sort of checking out the slave merchandise, kind of along with the rest of them. He has kind of a curious look on his face. Uh it doesn't look like anyone is paying him any particular mind. He's fucking weird anyways. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, as, as just over there wondering what they taste like. Yeah, uh, he's probably thinking about asking them to go to the library with him because he's never been. 
I wonder if those would be good for a demon sacrifice as he thinks through his head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. You can see, uh, as far as other magic, um, the slaver captain up on the up on the dais. It looks like his armor is magical, and there is a. If you remember, there was kind of a largish pavilion with a, uh, a shingle sign out in front with the image of a purse being slit and coins falling out of it. Uh, you can see there is a um, a man there, and now that uh, kind of your your attention is drawn to him, uh, he's a tiefling. He has horns sweeping up from the uh, the fr- from his forehead, just out of his hairline, that kind of curl backward, uh, and it looks like they have been capped at the ends in gold. Uh, and his skin is uh, this sort of reddish, but kind of with a with a fleck of dark blue as well, so almost purplish looking uh, skin tone. And he seems to be sort of like kind of running the tables. Uh, in this gambling establishment, where people are playing all sorts of dice and cards, and uh, and making all kinds of bets, and you can see several people now are kind of pointing up at the uh, the slave auction, and money is changing hands, and stuff's being marked on chalkboards. Um, he radiates a little bit of magic in uh, the form of a necklace that he is wearing. Okay. Interesting. Question, and then yes. Thrick. Oops, sorry. No, uh, oh, Thrick. Uh, Thrick. One of Thrick's scimitars is magical. I want it. Um, <laughs> and Kane's over by uh, uh, Glaz right now, right? Yeah, Kane, yeah. Kari, and Glaz are over in the um, the cafe. Although Glaz might be getting ready to make some rounds now, it looks like he's finished his spellcasting. I mentioned that. Ryodan has uh, wandered off into the crowd, and it looks like he's found his way over to the cafe as well, and is drinking again. I I imagine like I'm keeping an eye on the cloak, but just like to make sure he's still standing there, not actually paying yeah. attention. Just making sure you don't lose sight of him. Completely. Yeah, yeah, like that's it, that's it. Like I'm yeah. just constantly like checking, but like the second I'm like, well, he's not dead. Back to well, but I imagine uh, it's sort of like you're you're just keeping tabs on everyone, making yeah, sure you know yeah. where all of your allies are. Yeah, I'm more, more Reardon of just like, oh, fuck's sake, like Reardon's distracting me. I'm like, oh, God, he's still drinking. He's a fucking mess. Why do I right. ever um, bring him? So um, would I know of the opposing gang to the Black Shields? Why don't you make me a uh, intelligence history check? I will do that. This is going to be straight up. Six, eight, eight, never eight. mind, eight. Um, no, uh, so I would say that you know that they're not exactly a gang so much as a mercenary company. So they don't really deal in direct criminal enterprise most of the time, at least not as an organization. They're, they're a PMC. A little bit, yeah. 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 Does, does, does anyone oppose them? Financial. There's, there's probably rivalries between all the various uh, mercenary factions. Uh, there's a few that have kind of a prominent place in Zobek, where they're almost like uh, contracted extensions of the military itself. The Clanking Legion is a big one of those. Um, a, a couple other ones that have uh, that have been around uh, for a number of years. But uh, no, I, honestly, the Black Shields aren't big enough to have hit your notice. 
real quick, just are there yeah. any clankers down here at all? I'm just asking out of curiosity because again, I've decided like if I if I lose Kane, I, I will re- I will you come back. Be a clanker? Yeah, oh my god, they're so cool. Having read up on like loads of stuff with them. All right, um, I would say that uh, you do not see anyone that that has that bearing, and you don't notice anyone with obvious obvious mechanical replacement. You do, however, see a handful of gear forged. Oh, straight up gear forged. Straight up gear forged. Yeah. Ooh. Are they acting as like guards, or are they down here uh, shopping, like? I would say that you see you see two of them. Uh, one of them is moving about uh, to some specific vendors in the black market and is inspecting wares. Uh, this one is done mostly in a dark stained wood, brass and silver, with uh, these kind of uh, ruby stained uh, stained glass eye lenses. Uh, then you've caught sight of another. Uh, that you've only just barely caught sight of. This one is smaller. Uh, you would say that it's worked more in the semblance of a dwarf than uh, than a human mm-hmm. or other, you know, the human-like uh, humanoid mm-hmm. form. Uh, and you've just caught kind of a, a barest glimpse of it. And you could see uh, basically an iron rendition of a beard with uh, <sighs> what looked like what looked like a um, a death mask kind of face and just these hollow black eyes. So McGlocan with his mask down, but like made entirely of metal. That's so fucking badass. Well, uh, yeah, like a, like imagine the, the dwarf sort of effigy on a sarcophagus stood up and started walking around. I love that. Okay, right. Um, can I? Very brief glimpse of that one, and then kind of lost it in the crowd. Yeah, if if like I've lost it, I can't for that. But for the other one, now gear forged. Uh, Fucking expensive, having read up on them, and I, I Kane actually yeah. went under the mountain after staking out mm-hmm. a bunch of places. So, yeah. can I identify if it belongs to? Because I know, like a lot of the time, you, like Gearforge have like sponsors, I believe. Or, uh, they can, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Why not? Do... Yeah, sorry. What? I'm, like in my head. In my head, I don't know if you are familiar with like, uh, what was that? Uh, the Deus Ex series where like people almost sponsored like body parts that can be identified as almost like being owned by that company in that way. I see, I see. Yeah. Uh, so you're looking for any sort of obvious um, markings, insignia, yeah. anything identifiable on this individual. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and make me an intelligence investigation? And uh, are you if you are you proficient in investigation by any chance? I am not, unfortunately. Okay, so just go ahead. You and... could ask Lies. He is. Oh, uh, that's a five. No, he I'm is. just no, I'm right. no, he's he's kind of he's across the way. Uh, there's there's crowd kind of moving in between you and you and he or they. Did you see like uh, and uh, did you see like Cobalt Press like stamped up his arm? And I'm like, <laughs> Damn! Yeah, yeah. small <laughs> but <laughs> across the back. Yeah. <laughs> Quick question, because I truly don't know. Do yeah. Gearforge show up magical under my Detect Magic? or uh, I mean, I know they've got their Soul Stone thing. Or, what, I forget what that's called. The uh, Not the Soul Stone. The, 
anyway, do they show up as magical as a, as a, as a, as magic or do they pretty much pure technology? That they have the all spark actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that um, they have components within them that are magical, such as the Everwound Springs uh, and the, the memory the memory gears, and then the uh, I believe it is called a Soul Stone, but the uh, the, the Soul Stone as well. But those are um, kind of hidden by the body and the plating in a lot gotcha. of uh, so, in a yeah. lot of ways. So it's possible that you could detect them, but you might have to be closer and making a little bit more of a conspicuous and intimate investigation to, to get a Gotcha, look. gotcha, 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 gotcha. There is definitely magic involved in their creation. Um, right. Most of that magic is kind of one and done. The soul being placed into the stone and then the being integrated into and, and animating the body. Right, right. But there are tiny magical components within them. Because cool. from yeah, sort of that normal thing that behind behind lead and metal, it's harder to detect that. Yeah. So that's cool. Because yeah. from what I remember, like a gear forged body alone costs like ten grand. Like the body alone is ten grand. So expensive. So yeah, just seeing them, that they are. Hence, hence, you know, people like me sometimes get hired to literally hunt them down and strip them for parts. Hey. <laughs> They are, uh, yeah, they are generally only created by people who are incredibly rich and influential, or if they were someone of such importance during life that they didn't want to allow that soul to pass on, and they wanted to keep them around for some reason or another. Uh, you'll see uh, paladins of various temples who have been preserved as, as gear forged so they can continue to do their, uh, their patron's work. All right. Uh, so as you guys are, are kind of casing the joint and, and getting the lay of the land, oh, what, what you got, Cloak? Um, when I was uh, looking at people, like, am I able to gleam um, if there is like an opposing auctioneer to threat? Well, he's not an auctioneer, remember. He looks like he's there as a buyer. Uh, I mean, um, I, I say auctioneer as like so, an opposing oh, buyer, I should say. I see. Um, I, I mean, it's, if he's really interested in, uh, in, in picking up a ghost folk, uh, then he's going to have an awful lot of rivals. Because um, it looks like a lot of people here are interested in a ghost, ghost folk warrior. So what I'm kind of looking for is someone who is an opposed buyer... But also, like, oppose, like, comp like competition, whether it mm -hmm. be business or, like, status or something like that, and sure. uh, locate that person um, to let Cloak talk to them. Sure. Um, all right. So you spend some time sort of uh, watching who's around uh, the comings and goings and, and various interactions, particularly people around or near Thrick. And I, I'd say that you do catch sight of one uh, who is a, uh, a a canton dwarf, so a mountain dwarf, uh, and there seems to be no love lost between Thrick and this individual. They, uh, they exchange words real briefly. You're not close enough to hear what they say, but judging on uh, facial tone and a little bit of the uh, just the, the voice tone that rises above the din, it sounds like there's some, some venom between them. Do I... Can I find out that dwarf's name without asking him directly? Uh, sure. Why don't you make me a charisma persuasion check to kind of oh. work the crowd and see what you can pick up? 
guess who's got advantage on that roll? That would be the Niemheim gnome. Yeah, yeah. I only have a plus one, but got a 20. Nice! Uh, uh, 19 naturally, but... Yeah. 30, 20, 30, 20, 30, 30, 20. So that will be good enough to. Pick I up. thought you critted. I was gonna be like, "Damn, we're critting shit today in this fucking campaign." Yeah, like, not too bad, eh? I just keep throwing my dice around on fantasy grounds. I've actually gotten like four twenties. I'm just like, no, why do I keep rolling? Way too wasteful. I can't. I like the superstition. Superstition? Right. Oh, you can't roll your dice because you don't want to waste them. Uh, yeah, the 20, really the 20 might be Alright, so you managed to pick up that this dwarf's name is Trayvok Bannerstone. Uh, okay. So, Cloak is going to kind of like, uh, as he's like away from uh, Thrick, he's going to walk up to Trayvok and uh, just kind of be like, this looks like it's going to be really good. That guy over there... Oh, he's just like, he's ready to get all of these uh, ghost folk. Um, you know what? He said, I don't understand what he meant, but he's like, yeah, I'm going to totally embarrass Trayvok. He's a bitch. And then I was like, oh, I guess, uh, fucking, man, I, are you excited for this? We're gonna right, what, what, is your, uh, what is your goal here? Uh, to make him uh, want to purchase all the ghost folk. Okay. All right, um, why don't you make me a Charisma Deception check, please? At advantage? No, just regular. All right, uh, 15. Ooh, 15. All right, so uh, so the dwarf's kind of bushy, reddish-brown brows uh, pinch together a little bit as it furrows, and he looks over his shoulder, then back at you, and he sort of snorts this scoff. <laughs> That milk drinker. He doesn't have the coin to purchase two of these, let alone the whole pack of them. We'll see about that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. You know what? I I believe in you, man. You can do it. My name's Clark. What's uh, your name? Trayvok. Oh, You're from Niemheim, oh. aren't you? Well, how'd you know? Well... He kind of gestures to the uh, the cloak you're wearing with the living stuff on it. He said, "I've uh, I've dealt with a few of your countrymen, a few traders, fine goods." Yeah, but, but you know what? Like, and he like pulls out like his sword just a little bit, not like all the way, because uh, sure. he doesn't want to like bring the guard's attention. It's like there's a little gnome with a knife out. Like, um, he like shows that <laughs> a little bit. And he's like, "Yeah, like this is a pretty fine sword. Uh, my dad made it. It was uh, yeah, it's a, it's a blacksmith." So he uh, he kind of leans forward and looks at it and and nods and says it's fine work you should be proud. I I am very proud of it. It's a, the the Nieheim saber, one of the strongest sabers in all the lands. Hmm. Well, well, um, yeah, but no. So I, are you, you know uh, are you here for the auction as well then, Cloak? Uh, you know what? Uh, I I was just walking by and then I saw all the commercial and you know what it's so interesting I've I've never seen an auction before and it's just it just amazes me of what what everyone's gonna do here and I just want to see how this is gonna fold out you know what between me and you that brick guy fucking asshole 
His uh, his face kind of flushes just a little bit, and he goes, "Friend, you've only met him tonight, and you don't know a quarter of it." Oh. <laughs> I I don't know if I want to know anymore. You're a wise man. He kind of claps you on the shoulder hard enough to give you a little bit of a oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I, you know, I try from time to time. Um, but yeah, right. no. you know, and he like holds out his hand. He's like, "Well, good luck to you, sir." He uh, he clasps your hand and shakes it firmly, and he says, "So, uh, he's gonna try and buy the whole pack." You say? Yeah, that's. A, I, I mean, that's a, that's what he's laughing with his buddies. With you know, uh, uh, at the he, table over there. He kind of narrows his eyes, and you can see his jaw flex as he grits his teeth. He says, oh, "Excuse me, I need to go uh, speak to an associate." And he uh, he turns and says, "It was a pleasure to meet you." And he heads toward that tent with the gambling going. Okay. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and then I just walk off. <laughs> like, oh. I made a new friend, everyone. Yeah. I even wrote his name down so we won't forget it. <laughs> oh, damn. Cool. There All right. Let's hear it. Oh, thank you. Uh, right. Uh, so you've got uh, Trayvok fired up to try and outbid uh, Thrick when it comes time to start bidding on the ghost folk. Um, as things have been going on, as, as uh, the sort of show and tell part of the evening has progressed, that uh, that rolling drumbeat sort of, sort of, kind of trailed off and stopped for a little bit and it's picked back up again, but now it's not the same. Before it was almost like a maybe like a military or even like a, an, a dirge, an executioner's march, as you might hear when someone's being brought to the gallows. Now it's a little bit more of um, uh, it, it's it's much more upbeat. Uh, it's still just drums, but it has a feel of, it kind of puts a pep in your step, but not in like a happy way. It's almost like um, imagine war drums. But they're not being blasted, or you know, they're they're not being pounded out into the into the chamber. Uh, but it is kind of picking up and starting to to spread and 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 ring out over the just the din of voices that are all over the place. Uh, and you can see, let's see, where is everyone at this point? Where are the rest of you, uh, Glaz? You've been kind of making rounds, looking for magic. Yeah, just sort of keeping an eye out. Uh, you know, I was looking for magic. I'm sure his eyes keep getting drawn back between the artifact. And sort of the ghost folk, the, the uh, ghost folk, um, uh, if so, Cloak is off doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's off chatting Kane, with the dwarf. Where, Kane, what are you up to? I'm torn right now because <laughs> fucking Cloak is talking to people. I think honestly, I turn to Carrie and be like, watch him. Point to glass. I'm just nodding as I'm already yeah. watching him. I'm, yeah, I'm both not, of us I'm, are just like, what is this little fucker up to? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go after. I imagine like I'll, I'll, I'll wait for Cloak because I don't want to go barging into Cloak's conversation because no one's drawn a knife and tried to stab him or shoot him um, just yet. But I, like, I imagine I only like see him at the tail end of this conversation and like any blood left in my body just completely drains him like oh fuck me sweetly okay (laughs) and head over towards him to sort of intercept him when he's done with this conversation okay so you're heading back toward the um toward the actual auction block uh and curry and glass you're just kind of making rounds around the uh the 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 black market 
Glass is wandering closer and closer to that artifact. Uh, okay. As, uh, <laughs> you know, he's sort of doing the, oh, you know, looking at stuff and sort of taking note of where Kari is. And if she keeps not pulling him back, he's going to keep sort of circulating closer and closer and closer to that I mean, artifact. the last time I let him go, he got some pretty damn good mushroom bowls. So Kari's like less doing the mom hanging on to him thing and just kind of doing like the mom keep an eye on him thing like right. but so you're you're giving him his reins yeah yeah I'm, I'm letting I'm, I'm trusting him to not I mean he's pretty big right oh yeah I mean, and I'm kind of focused, focused on um and covered with focused on cloak right now yeah yeah uh you know glass is glass is big and imposing and people kind of you know scooch out of his way uh you know he I mean he's intimidating he can't really help it um, yeah. He has a nice enough demeanor, but Trollkin have this just kind of legacy of fear. It's in their blood. They can't really escape it. And it's so, so people weird just sort of it. stay I out of his way. Just people looking at him like that. And I'm like, if you only knew, yeah. <laughs> just accept him the way he is. He's a, he's a big a sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are sort of skirting around toward the north side uh, of vendors and booths and, and stalls, and you're heading back toward that strange little. Uh, Rag wrapped. Yeah, I, I'm still. I mean, are we still in visual sight of the ghost folk auction from there? Oh, basically everything is in visual sight of the ghost. Folk okay, auction. cool. So yeah, no. Um, so I mean, Baz definitely wants to see the ghost auction, ghost folk auction go down. But he also heard he has 30 minutes. He took 10 minutes casting, and yeah, yeah. he's kind of while he's got his, I believe, 10 minutes of detect magic. Yeah. He kind of wants to see a little bit more. It's out there. And certainly this, something Ankashelian, which is sort of from his past, he went up and, sure. you know, did, you know, he did his summer internship on an Ankashelian, you know, dig site. He's definitely interested in sort of seeing or overhearing more about this. If this, you know, if the deal doesn't seem to have gone down or has soured to sort of, sort of see what's, what's up. Sure. Um, uh, one thing I'll also point out is that all of the torches that are uh, keeping the cartways black market pretty well lit, uh, they are all magical. Yeah, you mentioned that before. So are the ever okay. burning Good. flames. Yep. Um, uh, and they're actually uh, chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, large iron chandeliers. And each of the candles seems to be a continual flame. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, right. So you guys are, uh, are making your way around that way. So Cloak and Kane, you guys, uh, so you intercept Cloak as he takes his leave of the, the dwarf, and you guys are, are nearish to the auction block stand at this point. Um, and you guys notice as that, uh, that drumbeat starts to, to roll out through the room, the ghost folk kind of stiffen a little bit. And one of them leans over toward, like, just slightly leans over toward the bigger one, the, the one you kind of pegged as the leader that has the, the kind of the mark on his face and kind of juts with his chin. And the leader growls to the, uh, to the subordinate next to him, Karushnach. Kane, you understand it. He says, oh, be ready. Wait, hold, be ready. hold on, hold on. Be ready. Who, who said that? One of the 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 big or the big uh, ghost folk with the the mark on his face. Oh, we are fucked. 
Go ahead. Uh, you can see, uh, as you're kind of making your way through, you see an individual who is is uh, swathed in magic. Uh, they have some sort of spell active on them. Uh, it's um, kind of a, a grubby-looking human woman, uh, maybe kind of into early middle age, uh, salt-and-pepper hair, uh, sort of pushes her way past you, and she kind of, like, catches your eye, and... It's strange because you're used to people just politely stepping out of your way in this crowd. You haven't really had to push your way and, and, you know, you haven't even really had to excuse yourself as you're going. This person seems to meet you gaze for gaze, even though she's much shorter than you. And it's almost like for a second she's daring you to still be in her way when she gets there. And how would you react to to this little, you know, school marm sort of looking at you that way? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, did I say Kane? I meant Glass. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. I was thinking it was Kane as well. Um, no, no, Glass. Oh, at me. Okay. Yeah, um, you. Yeah. I'm asking a really silly question. You said school mom. Does she look like any of my teachers from up at Bemia? Bim- at <laughs> she does not, but she has that sort of. She has that sort <laughs> you know, of vibe. You know, yeah. She would have flashbacks <laughs> to like you know wrapped knuckles and things. I mean, you know, okay. That, does does she look like them? She's very reminiscent of. But it's not someone who taught you, but she has that vibe. Yeah. Oh, right, but I'm saying has that same sort of thing. Oh, he would step out of the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> he would right. absolutely. He would totally have like a you know think about Glads in school. He totally would have like a mini minor crisis of having <laughs> school teachers you know not be happy with his work or something, or that he didn't get like an A on a paper, and so he would just be like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. I bet it's he let me. Oh yes, right on through, right on through. You know, type idea. Right. Uh, So as you kind of scurry out of her way, she just sort of and doesn't even say a word and like eyes you as she passes and then strips her eyes away and then starts heading toward the uh, toward the sort sort of the central crowd. Uh, Anyone who's close by, he would just sort of look at me like, well, she was not very nice at all. I wonder if she had a bad day. She needs to get uh, some. She she has an aura of magic on her. Oh. Like all around her, or like yeah. items. Yeah, like she is. She is radiating magic. So that would say that she either has an item that that creates an effect on her, kind of yeah. overall, or uh, or has a spell cast on her. What school? So you you take a moment and and focus in on it, and you see the uh, the kind of rippling, wavering, color shifting uh, tone that is indicative of an illusion spell. Ah. Oh. So uh, as you're sort of, uh, you, you, you take a moment uh, focusing in on her. Kari, you can see that Glaz has a little, uh, this little close encounter with this, this bitchy old woman. Uh, and he totally just sort of steps back from her and then kind of narrows his eyes and, and watches her make her way through the crowd. And she treats everybody else very similarly. Like she's coming through and if you're in her way when she gets there, that's your fault, not hers. One of the many failures of civilization is people becoming too pompous and full of themselves. So she kind of narrows her eyes for a moment at the old lady, uh, not being particularly fond of anyone who's mean to Glass, but at the same time knows that Glass is a big boy and he can take care of himself for the most part. Yep. So, <laughs> so she was, I mean, if she's in earshot, um, if if Kari's sort of in earshot, as I've sort of stopped and now seen this, and you know, if Kari, it's given time Kari to catch up, he does the the first, she is not very, that was not very nice for her. And then he goes, that woman is not who they, 
who she really is. She is, has an illusion cast upon her. Mm. Someone that small I being would... that... Unless she teaches the maths, I do not think that she should be that mean. <laughs> I find that the smallest people are often the meanest. She says her eyes kind of drifting over to Cloak for just a moment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe so as uh, people would cast an illusion in this place, perhaps some do not want to be known that they are here. There are strange wares and strange people. There are. She kind as soon of she says strange wares. He looks back over to the artifact. <laughs> right. Uh, so Kane, uh, you have just overheard this this word passed from from one of the ghost folk to the other. What are you doing? So, what is like, what is the thing that would make people, like, especially the Darkle running the auction, the Barker, what would, what's like the equivalent of pulling the fire alarm in this place? I mean, throwing a rock at a ghost folk's face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there, there isn't. I mean, there isn't any like any sort of ruckus would draw a lot of attention. A lot of people are on edge. Um, But what, like, if for example, I was to like, if someone were to shout out that like it was a raid that the guards were coming or something like that. I know it's uh, unlikely, but a lot of people would probably. It's possible you could clear some people out if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine a lot of people who don't want to be seen down here or caught down here would fucking scarf. But the gangs and stuff would probably stay. Can how close can I get to the stage? I mean, you, if you want to like shove your way and throw some elbows, you can probably push right up to it. Okay, I am going to. I'm gonna as close as I can, but I don't want to specifically get to the. Um, I don't want to get to try and like get onto the stage. I want to find one of the guards around the stage, preferably a dark, a dark hall, and okay. like get their attention ASAP. All right. So, do you want a guard that is on the stage or just near it? Uh, pr- on stage would be preferable, but whatever's going to like speed okay. is key here. Uh, speed is key. The closest one to you is probably that legionnaire. A uh, woman that you sort of had an encounter with briefly last last session. Okay, legionnaire, legionnaire military, well trained, well disciplined. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're ruthless and fucking terrifying. But yeah, I I will make a beeline for her. Okay. Uh, so as this is going on, uh, you can kind of push your way over to her. You don't have to to push through much of the crowd. Uh, just kind of the outskirts of it, and you kind of. Uh, shove your way past the area where Thrick is seated, and he kind of takes note of you as you're going by, but doesn't say or do anything. Okay, yeah. Uh, right, so you uh, you approach the, the, uh, the Legionnaire, and she sort of perks up a little bit as you approach. And she mm. says, I had a feeling you'd be back. How the fuck do I explain this? Um... <laughs> fuck! I'm trying to like think of like the shortest amount of words I can use to actually explain all this. The ghost folk, they're planning something. She uh, she narrows her eyes a little bit and turns her attention up to the stage, and she says, "What makes you say that?" Oh God, I really wish I understood how I knew languages, but I can't fucking figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh! 
Um, uh, oh, God. One of them spoke. The one with the markings told the others to be ready. Lock it down. All right, so she kind of hefts her halberd and starts toward the stage. Uh, at this point, I'm just going to throw out as a kind of a, a for instance, uh, just sort of a, a point of interest. Hey, Glaz, you can see an aura of magic on Kane and the owl whisper on his shoulder. Uh, at that point, the drum beat picks up into this fevered pitch. Bum, dip, dum, bum, dip, dum, bum. And you can see the, the ghost folk just energize when that happens. And as soon as, uh, as soon as that's going on, there's a shimmer nearby and that old school marm, her form ripples and melts away. And there's this female, uh, pale skinned, obviously uh, a female ghost folk. And she holds up her hands and bellows these strange words. And immediately this ripple writhes through the chain like it's now a giant steel python and the manacles all clack open. The leader screams this horrible blood-curdling bellow, grabs the guard in front of him, and twists his head 270 degrees. And the ghost lunge. And then it quite throws a rock at one of their faces. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> the time is now. Ha! So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, so let's please roll some initiative. Fuck. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. Oh, we are capital P fucked. Yeah, we are. We are. Mm-hmm, 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 oh, mm-hmm. and Laz with his normal fuck. Not fucking 20. Oh, nice. And I got a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Look at that. Finally, we got Kari up front. Yep. Now let me see if I can hit something. Don't get too excited. <laughs> Fuck hitting anything. I'm I'm going to try and get everyone out of here. Fuck this. <laughs> this is bullshit. All right. How many, how many did you say there were? Four. About a half dozen. Five. Wait, all half dozen. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Outnumber it. <laughs> oh god, and we've got Reardon. <laughs> oh, I mean, he already had a point of exhaustion. There, there is legionnaires, uh, and a bunch of people, and then we have a uh, war veteran, fucking Thrick, and uh, whoever else. Like people are probably going to kill these things. It is yeah. a raid. And we're part of the 25-man group that's going on right now. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. I like your enthusiasm. <sighs> on the contrary. I'm so sick um, of your guys. I should. Um, uh, so, so, look, it's more like a pug raid. Oh, so, no. Yeah, <laughs> nobody about, knows the fight? Shit. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows the fight. Somebody left the difficulty on heroic. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everybody all wants all the right. same piece of loot. So yep. uh, anybody over twenty, we had a we had a nat twenty rolled, so that makes Kane twenty four, right? Nice. It's, it's a DPS t- who's trying to tank. It's gonna be bad. Uh, <laughs> healers pulling everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anybody twenty to fifteen? Sorry, on a twenty. I'm on a, a 20? twenty. Yes. All right. Anybody else uh, to fifteen? No. Uh, fifteen to ten. I got a 10. 
Oh god, Glass hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> oh, All right. No. Uh, cloak is on ten. Ten to five. Uh-oh. Oh Still god. Waiting. Is there sad <laughs> music playing in the background? Glass. Glass has like a Glass is on four. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the first to react after all of this business goes down is Kane. You can see that in the wake of this Darakul guard's neck snapping, and you can hear this wet crunch even over the sound of the screams and the uh, and the drums. This body is just toppling forward into the crowd, and this thing just snatches his weapons as the body falls. On a nat 20, do I react before everyone bolts and panics? Uh, if you would like to, sure. Yeah, because I, I just want to... Well, no, I just we have a donation in the oh. chat of, to add a wild magic surge to make it even more interesting. I don't know if Dan, you actually want to make this more interesting for us at DM Braga, uh, but uh, on a, oh, it's a one d four to pick. So it's a random uh, so person guess... to see one d four to pick. I don't know. Oh, oh rolling a d four so to see who gets to roll... assign a number to us. Yeah, to see which one of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm just gonna go across on my screen. So it's gonna be. I have a two. So that's gonna be Kane. Kane, you get yourself a surge. Fantastic. I'm going first. I'm gonna surge immediately. <laughs> uh, I haven't had a surge in so long. So can you uh, that pulled up? Figure that out? Uh, yeah, I don't have access to the things. Yeah. Give me one second. Let me that's just. I, I have the. I have the yeah. list. Four one two six. 4,126. Any water elemental touching or touched by target splits in two. So hopefully no water not, elementals. Haven't we had not, that before? Yeah. We've literally had that exact one before. In this 100, game? Not, this not in this game, game, no. I don't no. think it was oh, in this game. It was in Long March. It was in Long March. Yeah. I, think, I think Sarah got that. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, freaky Kid. <laughs> All right. So oh, if you kid. touch... If you touch a water elemental cane, you're going to dupe it. Great. That'll be awesome. Um, like an ooze. Just like so go ahead, and, uh, go ahead and and take your turn. I am going to look to Carrie, because like Carrie's the one I trust in this situation. Uh, point to the nearest exit to them, because I... There's, you said there's like 13 ways in and out of the cartways. There's four. Four, four main... Uh, oh, I'm, way, I'm way over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are there are four main uh, entrances exits to the Cartways Black Market. Two on either of the far walls, west, east and west. I'm so gonna... you guys at this point are probably closest to the, the map out. So here's the interesting thing. Like uh, Kari has no fucking idea why we're here because she was traveling and she has no idea why you guys want this guy. She's just kind of coming along for the ride at this point. So if you tell uh... her to bail, she's just going to be like, bye. Oh, I absolutely right. am going to tell you to buy Okay. So you guys are kind of like, you're basically dead center in the black market. So you can go oh, either okay. way that you want to go. You know you guys came in from the east, from, from the northeast which, exit. So, which way put, Which way pushes her directly away from the dark, uh, not the dark, the ghost folk? The ghost folk? Um, I mean, where she and Glaz are, they're kind of back by, they're about... Uh, 15 or 20 feet away uh, in because they were up by the, the shop stalls and yeah. you can see that uh, that that ghost folk woman that appeared just sort of out of the crowd um, right. 
she's right by us, right? Far. She's she's down a little ways from you, about 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 fifteen feet away. Um, so yeah, you can just get up to them and start shoving them straight straight beeline toward the the gate you guys came in if you want. Yeah, I, I'm going to, like, because I'm not quite with them because I went over to speak to this legionnaire. So I'm going to point to Carrie, point to the nearest exit, and just say, Get out of here. And I'd like to try and shoot this sorceress who just appeared out of fucking nowhere and has Ooh. just unleashed all of them. And I'm going to okay. try and, because I know other ways out, I just want to, like, if I draw some of them and then run like hell. I get out of here elsewhere, but I just want like cane, cloak, and carry. And please I was take gonna say Kari's not willing believe it or not, Kari's not willing to leave cloak in this uh so <laughs> Yeah, like right. I'm, uh, I'm telling so you all to get out. Yeah. Go ahead and fire at the uh at the ghost folk. Uh, okay. Okay. Watch how well this goes. Yeah. Very, I don't have any advantage, do I for Advantage. She's no. very, very much ready for a fight at this point. She's very aware that there are threats happening. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch. Uh, however, that is a twenty-four. That is a that is a real nice one, and that will go ahead and hit. Um. For a damage. Good damage. And on that, I'll just start heading towards the rest of the party. Okie doke. Uh, eight damage, she no likey. Uh, so that is going to be Kari. You're next. Um, where is Cloak? Oh boy, In... where where is Cloak? <laughs> I where mean, is Cloak? Who really is Cloak? Let's get philosophical <laughs> with this. Why Let's is see. Cloak? Why? Why so is Cloak? Cloak, uh, last check, you were just kind of wandering around, right? Uh, you talked to the dwarf a little while ago, but you kind of you, you, you took your leave from there. Um, yeah, I thought I'm like I thought I was like back by the vendors because everyone uh, ended up sure. with me back there. Yeah. So um So you're uh so you're not too far from from you know Carrie and Glaz and, and where all this shit's going down. Uh I mean I think we're pretty safe back here. So Is it my I, turn? Whose turn is it? It's Kari's turn. Oh okay. Yeah, I'm 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 torn about whether or not I want to go and try and get to you if I want to try and help people or if I just want to fucking bail. <laughs> And I think I'm going to choose fucking bail. I'm going to use my action to dash and get Thank the fuck you. out of here. Thank you. Okay, so you're just gonna gonna break for the uh, for the gate. Do it, does it look like the gates are going to close? Because he said get out of here, and oh. so I'm trusting him because he knows the area here. So I'm not really sure. I didn't I didn't hear any of there, that. Like there um, is, him talking there, and saying that. There's no current indication that the gates are going to close. The portcullis are all open. Uh, and you can see that some of the guards seem to be reacting better than others. A couple of them, particularly the ones at the gate where you came in, are kind of just staring around dumbfounded and stunned at the moment. Uh, I'll run and start notifying the guards. All right. Well, okay. So you want to head to those guards or just like the ones on a platform nearby or what? Uh, ones that are near the portacullis and just start getting all the guards that are in the air. Because, you know, if they're far away and they don't notice the commotion for a while, as opposed to if I go run and get the guards, then it'll be dealt with sooner. Kari doesn't want people to die, but at the same time, this so isn't her can, fight uh, as far as she's concerned. 
So if you want to move and dash, you could probably close about two-thirds of the distance to the to the, the gate that you guys came in from. And it doesn't look like that those guards, it doesn't look like they, they so much don't know something is going on. It just looks like they suck and aren't reacting well. They're just, they're just stunned. <laughs> so yeah, you, if you, you can break for them if you like. No problem. Uh, all right, that would be the Ghost Folk Chieftain. So at this point, the chain that uh, just sort of popped off of their wrists at this point lashes up like a giant python and strikes out at all the Darakul guards up on the uh, up on the dais, and it begins clamping itself, and the manacles shackle onto their wrists. Oh, uh, we Glaz, you recognize this as an animate object spell, yep. or something along those lines. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yep. Yeah, she animated the shackles to open them. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. Uh, and so the guards <laughs> up on the guards and the uh, the auction cap the, the slaver captain they uh, they look like they're thrown into a what, just a pure what the fuck moment because now a bunch of their wrists are manacled and you can see that the chain is starting to pull them together. Oh, um, the chieftain is going to leap off of the dais. Toward the uh, toward the the ghost folk spellcaster, and lays into the crowd, and he runs. Uh, so he basically has a battle axe and uh, a longsword. He cuts one person through the collarbone halfway into the rib cage, kicks them off his weapon, and then drives the longsword through the throat of uh, of an auction buyer nearby. And at that point, the screaming begins. Blood sprays into the air and panic. Just you can see it passes a ripple through the crowd. Uh, the mage is going to turn to look at Kane, and no. she looks at you with a blaze of flurry and uh, fury in her eye. She holds out a hand, uh, grabs a chunk of what looks like smoky quartz crystal hanging uh, around her neck that starts to glow with this reddish-orange fire showing between her fingers. She points one hand at you, and it coalesces into a little bead of light that streaks out and explodes right behind you. Boom! I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, Lord. One Here we go. First fireball of the campaign. <laughs> oh, man. Hot-blooded! Check it and see... Wait, who's making the deck saving throw? Me. Uh, that would be Kane. Okay. Oh, I'm glad that I listened to. Oh. Uh, I can't remember if we had any net twenties floating around from that. I feel yeah, like we did, I, but uh, I feel like we did as well. But I can't see. I, I believe I you did. I don't think they're on our overlays. Um. Yeah. We can check the vod. <laughs> All right. Uh. I'll start digging I'm through vod. It right. should be at the tail end yep. of the bottom. Yep, if you want to check that real quick, uh, I'm going to total up some damage. All right, so this this fireball, uh, Glaz, you've seen these spells in action before, as probably have a, a handful of others of you. Uh, you've never seen them up close, and you've really never seen what they do to people. Uh, those of you who have studied them, uh, this just ripping wave of flame, this dark sooty red fire rips out through the, through the cartways black market. And you can see just a great swath of people are incinerated. They collapse to the ground with these gurgling screams and just uh, their bodies tighten in on themselves as they're flash, flash cooked. Um, a bunch of the awnings and tents nearby burst into flames 
And uh, how many hit points do you have, by the way, Kane? Oh, no. Uh, I want to say enough, but I feel like I'd be lying to you, Dan. Uh, I have um, We what, have no what? net 20s net ones, according to the last pod, so good luck, well, the, everybody! The, the, the last, I think the season kind of wiped them from our overlays, yep. so you'd have to go to two, two episodes ago. But you take 28 okay. points of fire damage. Wait, how many? 28. Yeah, I'm down. That I, believe, one. I believe you failed your save. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. All right. So you can see this ball of fire engulfs Kane and everyone around him, and uh, and he collapses. Oh, shit. Uh, the, okay. the ghost folk woman kind of rips the, uh, the arrow out of her shoulder, licks her own blood off of it, and screams something toward the ceiling. Cloak, your turn. I look at Glass, and I go... Get the fuck out of here! And then I run towards Kane. Uh, right. Am I able to make it to Kane? Yeah, you're actually not terribly far from him. Thankfully, you were closer to him, and the fireball exploded behind him to catch not only him, but a great pack of people as well. Uh, I am slapping him in the face, and as I slap him in the face, I'm curing moons on him. All right, go ahead curing and curing moons. Yeah. Uh, let's do it. It's, so it's going to be 1d8. Plus one, seven, seven hit points. And I'm like, okay. fool. <laughs> for, for 20s, you got, uh, Squall has two, Josh has two 20s and a one, uh, Dan, you've got two 20s and two ones, and Cloak, oh. you've got a 20 and a one. And I don't have anything, I guess, because I was not on the last episode, so I'd have to scroll back even further. Um, all right, so you have seven hit points. Uh, that is Cloak, the Ghost Folk. Oh, so the Lord. Ghost Folk do the same, basically the same as the Chieftain did. They grab weapons from the now shackled guards and basically just ignore them. And they jump into the crowd. Several of them land in the massive smoking hole of humanity left by the fireball. And they run towards, um, basically towards Cloak and Kane. Uh, two of them oh, run towards no. them. So, Cloak, you are attacked. Uh, ooh, I don't think that's going to hit you. That is going to be a mere 13. So I believe you uh, you kind of spin towards him, and as you do, the edge of your cloak whips out, wraps around the ghost folk's wrist, and throws him off balance. Uh, the other one is going to strike at you as well, I suppose. Uh-oh. That's going to be a 17. That hits. All right. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have their... Right. Uh, oof! So that's going to be 11 points of slashing damage from a battle axe. All right. Uh, the rest of the ghost folk, they sort of follow their their chieftain's lead and jump into the crowd and just start killing. Uh, Glaz, your turn. So... There were six of... There's the mage and six, right? There's a mage, a chieftain, and then five others. Okay, mage, a chieftain, then five. Oh. Laz sees this unfolding before him and um, goes to himself, this is bad, this is bad, this is very bad, very bad. He goes, I hope I... Uh, you guys are... S- I've seen you do amazing things before, but please do amazing things again. I'm sorry. And 
begins to hum to himself in the same sound as the uh, as the ley line that he is bound to, the same one that's back at the Everforge. Right. And it gets louder and louder and louder, and a red disruptive glow begins to emanate in order to capture if I can possibly not capture Kane and uh and um cloak, I want to do that, but I know they're right merely about I want to get all the ghost folks and the mage and the chieftain. If I have to get them, I'm like, okay, I've seen them be very dexterous. Okay. And what are you guys puts his hands down and basically calls up the ley line through the ground and casts mm-hmm. lay disruption to capture as many of these people as possible. As, all right. Uh, so uh, that... all of the people prone, they all need to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage because I'm attached to a ley line. Because you're bound to a ley line, right, in your geomancer. Uh, what is the ra- oh, uh, radius well. of the so, spell? What's the radius a, of the spell? It is 15 foot radius, so it'd be 30 feet okay. diameter. All right. Uh, so you can get a fair few of them, actually. And you guys, you and Kari were back up against the uh, the vendor stalls, so you can actually yep. drop it to where you're out of it. So you're going right. to be able to hit a giant chunk of the crowd that's not dead and being slaughtered around the, uh, the northern part of the slave block. Uh, you can definitely catch both of the ghost folk on Cloak and Kane. You can catch the chieftain, you can catch the mage, and you can catch... Two, uh, one other of the uh, of the ghost folk. So that's a hell of a lot of them, actually. Yeah, my um, yeah, my range is fifty feet, and then the radius yep. is thirty feet. I'm sorry. Yeah, so basically, I you're gonna you're gonna center it kind of back, like kind of in the middle of the the back toward the corner of the slave block, essentially. Exactly. And then yeah, it's the going, idea was, then it's going yeah, to reach if I'd have been able, if I'd have been a higher initiative, been to try to catch them all before they could get off the slave block. But oh yeah, this is this is with disadvantage. They're all at disadvantage, which is helps. Uh, One down. Fail. Oh, impressively fail. Super fail. Or fail as hell. (laughs) Five. And bringing up the rear, fail bot. Uh, All right. So (laughs) Laz begins begins this humming, and all of you, as this glow sort of uh, pulses out through his hands, you can hear this uh, high pitched sort of energetic music that almost overtones his humming and he rams his hands down onto the ground and as he does so, the ground bucks upward in this shockwave. The the stone actually warps and blasts outward from him uh, and rips through the crowd, knocking just tons of people off of their feet, including all of the ghost folk who are caught in this wave. And it stops just in front of Cloak and Kane. And, uh, and you can see the, 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 the ground in its wake and even up onto the, the stage dais as well is like the, the ground is warping and twisting with this strange red light running through it, um, kind of throwing people off their feet. So, yeah, that's a, that's a late disruption well placed. So they're all not prone. And uh, it looks, I'm pretty not, I'm looking right at the spell unless it's called out somewhere to say it's, it's not concentration. So it's there and there. For a full it minute, would say it, in the, would say it in the duration. It would yeah, be it one does minute. Not say it in the duration. It is a full. It's just no. a one minute standard. And no. with that idea, thinking that it's at least given us a block, I'm going to grab because Kari's still right next to me. Yeah, or did she run? No, she she bolted. No, she's, I she's failed. 
So yeah. she's he 60 feet from the hole. So I actually take Cloak's advice and Riordan's advice and see her running. And uh, I I drop it and run. And like I said, he sort of does the, I'm sorry, I know you guys are smart. You can get out here too. And he's out. He's going to follow directions for once. Um, All right. Yeah. You Quick just gotta question. know when to pick and choose your fights. Uh, as as this is happening, Glaz, one moment. Something you you notice the uh, the figure that had that Vril artifact uh, that was basically right behind you. Oh, no. He's kind of clutching it to his chest, and you can see it looks kind of like uh, a hand crossbow, but with no limbs. And uh, and and he oh. sort of is looking around, and he uh, waves his hand up, touches it to his forehead. Whispers something, shimmers, and vanishes. <laughs> and as he does so, he kind of jostles some things that were nearby, and a leather scroll case pops loose, falls, hits the ground, and rolls right up to your boot and taps it. Glaz does a guilty look around and totally snags it. I'm going to say, uh, just to sweeten the deal, since Lay Disruption isn't concentration, your Detect Magic is still running, and you can see yeah. uh, an aura of magic leaking out from inside the scroll case. Yeah, he's totally going to do... I mean, he, guilt, you know, the guiltiest-looking kid with with his hand in the cookie jar but takes the cookie. And so he, oh. he, just, he looks at and goes, look at you, aren't you just a... And grabs it and then <laughs> grabs... <snags it. laughs> Snags it and, and hauls ass down the uh, right. So you're gonna you're gonna bolt thirty feet down the down oh, the lane. A little, there. Uh, All right, is a yo win and Zolbeck. Having seen the other guy steal something, it's win and Zolbeck and grabs it. All right. <laughs> uh, all all right. right. So, Kane, your turn. Um, Kane, uh, sort of like comes to charred, mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Like you're, the you're, worst sunburn. Yeah, <laughs> you're in agony. <laughs> yeah, the worst sunburn you can imagine. Like skin feels crackly, and like you know how chicken skin goes when you roast it for too long. That horrible crunch. Oh, yes. And he oh, yes. he pulls himself up, feeling like everything moved in the worst possible way. Um, looks at uh, looks at old cloak. Blinks for a moment. And says, "Thanks." Run. Run. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get overtaken. I imagine by um, cloak, but I will use my action to dash so I can just get an average fucking move because I'm coming up right. prone. So um, you have to, you have to burn half your speed to stand up. So then you can uh, move the other half and dash to get a good forty-five feet. Yeah. Yes. No. I, I. I honestly. I think. I think dash. When you stand from prone, it halves even your dash. It's super fucking sucks. Oh yeah, yeah. That's prone. that's true. That's true. So it I'm, takes I'm half, 30, half your I'm speed only for the 30, turn. Yep. Yeah. So I'm yep. only thirty feet, but I fucking okay. run as fast as I can. All right. As you do that, uh, that ghost folk woman that you shot, her eyes are just locked on you as you run past. Yep. Did she fall? Oh yeah yeah yeah. And she, she's like being being jostled and thrown by the uh, the bizarre disruptions happening to the ground around her. Uh, and in fact, you guys have to like you can skirt up around the very edge of that just barely. Uh, so you run thirty feet. Got it, Kari. Your turn. Oh, you're muted. Uh, I'm muted. I am uh, going to still be running. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, I I had actually kind of that's why I was asking myself what my alignment was earlier because I was like, would Kari take advantage of stealing something amidst this chaos? But Kari doesn't really have a use for material items or money, so for that's a no. So she's just gonna keep running, informing guards, and bailing. Okay, so uh, one move will get you to the gate and to the guards there. It looks like they're starting to to get their wits about them. Move faster. So would you like would you like to take an action or? Uh... Uh, no, I'm just completely getting out of here. I'm gonna go through the portcullis if necessary, okay. and I'll go and get so, city guards and other people that are probably ma- more capable of dealing with this. Um, Kari lost a fist fight against Kane, so she's not really willing to go jump into <laughs> fireballs and giant uh, creatures yeah. and the like. So. All right. Uh, so that uh, yeah, so you can dash out into the uh, into the corridor to the tunnel if you like. Yes, please. All right. Uh, the chief. He is going to stand. And he's down to half speed, and he's moving through difficult terrain, if I remember the spell correctly. That is correct. Fuck. It's difficult terrain, and and that's it. So I don't know exactly how this works. It's any creature in the area when it appears that starts its turn in the area or enters the area for the first time must succeed dexterity or be prone. So I think if he's starting his turn already prone, does he have to do a dexterity save just to not stay prone? No, he's already prone. Um, Okay. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, so he he throws himself to his feet and he's going to move and dash uh, as a bonus action. Toward oh fuck Laz. me, so it's okay. Yeah, and you it ran, and you were. Oh, it, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it's uh, it's difficult terrain. He's already down to, to fifteen feet of movement. Yeah, fifteen feet of movement. So he can Jesus. So he can move and dash to get fifteen. <laughs> so that is not going to put him in range of Glass. So he's going to dash as his actual action, and that'll put him outside of the uh, outside of the difficult terrain. Uh, and he is about 10 feet behind you, and he is just pounding after you. Uh, the mage. That's uh, terrifying. She's going to struggle to her feet, and she can see the guards up on top of the platforms are starting to get organized and are leveling crossbows at the ghost folk. And so she looks up at the two platforms that are nearby one of those great central columns that hold up the room. And she she throws her hand up toward them, closes her fist, and there's a sudden cracking sound as ice begins to form at the ceiling and drive down in a great swath, uh, covering both of these guard posts and another great uh, group of the, the crowd there uh, near the slave auction and then just kind of filling the black market. These massive uh, grapefruit-sized chunks of ice begin raining down and the uh, the Derekul kind of raise their, their shields up to try and f- uh, ward off the ice storm. <sighs> but she doesn't really get very far, unfortunately, so she's still mired in the disruption. Uh, right. Cloak. Okay, so how far is Glaz in front of me? Glaz is a good way in front of you, because uh, he was a he was a decent bit away to start with. Um, you yeah. ran over to Kane. 
So he's 50 feet away. From and so that guy is 40 feet away. Um, no, wait, is it? No, he's 10 feet away from you. Behind me would be 35 feet away from you. Okay, yeah. Um, All right, math. Engineer, sorry. I'm tired. Um, That's okay. So if you want to get in range of him, I thought he was 10 feet. uh, Well, I can get in range of him. The problem is, is uh, what are the other ghost folk doing? So I get to uh, lay over the land a little bit. Yeah, uh, so the other ghost folk currently are being tumbled and rumbled by whatever the hell Glaz just did to the floor. Um, so they are basically struggling to get back up, back up to their feet. Uh, and if you had to guess, they were probably going to chase you and try to I kill you with axes. I thought there was a lot more people in between us and the fucking... Uh, well, there's a, other, those other two. Now uh, so I'm going to... Well, yeah, uh, uh, so so keep in mind there were a bunch of them were killed by a fireball. Okay, uh, I am going to dash, so I'll go fifty feet. Uh, so probably catch uh, I up. Will, I will. I will remind you real quick. You have ghost folk next to you. They're prone, so if you dash away from them, they will get opportunity attacks. They'll have disadvantage, but uh, but they will get to swing at you. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. Because there's nothing else. There's nothing else I could do. You can I can disengage. Well, you can disengage. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, you can take this disengage action. That, 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 that dash. Will, yeah, that you can't dash. That's your action, and you won't provoke opportunity attacks. Hmm. This hard. is a hard decision. Um, they do hit hard, I know, because I'm almost at half hit points. Um, uh, and they hit me once. Uh, and they have to roll a 12 or better to hit me. Which means they have a plus five to hit. Statistically, they don't have the best chance, but how Dan rolls, they have the greatest chance. All right, look uh, at look at. I want you to look at the red, <laughs> the the uh, the die rolls on the left. That's advantage. If you remember what the good dice were on those, most of those were like fifteen or above. Fair enough. Um, so I don't trust you, you magical wizard. You. Um, fair. Fair. But you know what? It wouldn't be D&D if I didn't risk it for my friends in Glass. So let's fucking dash. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if they... Budge. So one go. of them swipes at you, and he's just sort of tumbled by the uh, the, the roiling chaotic waves in the stone floor, and his come axe on, goes wide. Oh, this one is going to clip you. This one is gonna cl- ooh, it's gonna clip you good for nine points of slashing damage. Okay. So he kind of uh, he rolls with it and gets flung into the air, and as he goes by, he hacks into the uh, into the side of you. And I think that uh, is that good enough to bloody you or no? Oh, I have five hit points left. Oh my, yes. All right, so you uh, he, but... he cuts deep into your side there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as he does that, like, uh, I, as I'm dashing, can I, like, put my hand on a healing potion in my, uh, my yeah, you could, you could, you can draw one as your once per turn interaction. Okay, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to draw one and then dash 50 feet. This also gives Kane an opportunity to run away, uh, as they can't take another attack of opportunity now. Uh, due to being, uh, did you already run? Yeah, he ran. He ran. 
Oh, yeah, he's gone. Okay. I like rolled up and was just like, fucking run, and then I ran, but not very fast. Yep. You've overtaken me easy. <laughs> You're 20 feet ahead followed, of me. Followed by like blood flying away yeah. from me, so. Oh, yes. Um, uh, and you can see God. that uh, that Cloak's actual cloak is sort of balled up and pressing into his side, trying to staunch the flow of blood. Yeah. Uh, so that was Cloak, uh, the ghost folk. So they're going to struggle to their feet. Uh, and then they're going to move. 10, 15. Then they're going to dash. 5, 15. And then they're going to dash again to still not catch up with you. Damn it. <laughs> with who? So they're, they're, they're closing, but uh, uh, Cloak. Okay. Did I catch up with me? Because I'm 20 feet behind him. Uh, yes, but it takes their action to get there, oh, okay. so they don't they don't have an attack okay. to swing at you. They were absolutely screwed by that late disruption. That jacked yeah, their movement no, I hard. Know. I know. Um, so I mean, they're they're dashing as a bonus action, but it's not helping all that much. So that's the ghost folk. Glass, your turn, sir. Quick question, um, Shadow Pearl. What's the DC yes. on that? Fifteen. My DC, or does it have its own DC? It's DC fifteen. Um, it's the reason we gave it to you, guys. <laughs> Who's um, going to be in the center of trouble? Action for me to toss it over my shoulder as I run away. It is an action to activate the shadow pearl. Yes. Oh, I'm voting they've got low wisdom and can be charmed. I activate the shadow pearl, uh, and then I'm going to run. <laughs> Okay. Basically, uh, I want to so, catch the chief. You know, I, I see the chief. I can totally like see this like cartoon thing of big glass, you know, kind of doing the the run out. See, no, 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 and throw the shadow pearl so, over. So, all right. Shoulder. So, what this does is this lets you cast compulsion. So, creatures of your choice that you can see within range and that can hear you must make a wisdom saving throw. It's a little different in that uh, you know they have to be in the range. Yeah, of the it has world. kind of a radius, um, I believe. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the target automatically succeeds in the saving throw if it can't be charmed. That doesn't help. Failed save target is affected by the spell. You can use a bonus action on each of your turns to designate a direction that is horizontal to you. Each affected oh, target must use as is. much of its movement as possible to move in that direction on its next turn. It can take its action before it moves. Uh, bef- after moving this way, you can make another wisdom saving throw to try to end the effect. Okay, uh, so you take this little black lustrous pearl in your hand whisper a word to it, and it begins to pour this black darkness, like dry, black dry ice smoke that just runs yeah. over your hand, and you chuck it. It goes clattering past um, into the I mean, midst of the ghost. I want to the chieftain, because who's scaring him? The range is 30 feet, so you can catch all of them again, um, okay. because they all, they all kind of bunched up like a JV soccer team. So <laughs> you chuck the pearl in there and this smoke rolls out through the room. And remember that within this radius of the pearl, it creates a uh, dim, dim light. It reduces the light to right. dim. Uh, and so it becomes confusing. There's this swirling black misty darkness everywhere. And uh, they, you can all, you can use a bonus action to command them all to move. So yeah, I command them all to move back into the late disruption. Yeah, I figured that's what was about to happen. Wait, oh, did, do you amazing. have the, you have the pearl? Yeah, yeah I just mm-hmm. used it. Yeah, because I give, I give action, everything so I magical to Glass. I straight yeah. up said last week, like we yeah, should give, give it, it to the person who's going to be in the all most right. shit, and it's going to be Glass. Uh, all right, so the chief. Let's hope they're not wise. Uh, I missed the box, but he failed. That's a nine. 
So he's going to move. His eyes sort of glaze over for the moment, and you can see that the uh, the wispy darkness sort of pools around his eyes and starts to, to draw his attention away. Uh, we've got a bunch of ghost folk in the mix there. All right, one passes. Ooh, fail. Pass. Ooh, just has Mage fails. Nice. All right. Um, and I think there's one more ghost folk in range there, and he is nice. actually going to fail. Yep, it's 15 years ahead. Good. All right. Uh, so a whole bunch of them, I believe, they have to move on their turn. Um, keep in mind that if you are next to them, they can use their action before they have to move, but they do have to move. So you're going to drive them back into the late disruption. You magnificent yep, bastard. I'm all going back into late your turn, sir. Well, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Use my movement and my action to dash. So it's, since it's a bonus oh, you, action, you, I'm used, still you doing... used your action to activate the pearl. So uh, I think it, it was it bonus was, action when you were reading it. It said bonus. Once right, it's a bonus action on each of your turns to make people do what you want them to oh, while they're gotcha. within. Sorry, to activate. Um, so yeah, I'll still be right. thirty feet. Right. Yep. So yeah, you like, are just about to, to the port. You're like uh, just about to the portcullis now. Uh, so that's Kari. Your turn. You are uh, way out ahead of all of your companions, uh, lurking in the tunnel at this point, and you can see throngs of people fleeing from whatever the hell is happening in the cartways black market. They're running into mm. the tunnel towards you. I will continue to direct the people out and act like I'm helping without actually really doing anything. Yeah, this way, this way, it's the only way to go. This way. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, do you, you want to take any actions? What do you... Um, as far as I know, my friends are coming with me. I probably would have felt uh, the heat or at least you... seen the blast of the fireball. Oh, you have no doubt that there was a fireball. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and now you can, you can see an ice storm also pounding two of the guard posts right now. Um, you can see Glaz uh, kind of breaking through the crowd almost to the almost to the gate. You cannot see anybody else at the moment. Uh, you can see you can see the ghost folk oh. chieftain barreling uh, after glass with a weapon in each hand. Oh, oh well, fuck that. I'm going to shoot that guy. Uh, and uh, if I'm you want, you can use bow. your you can use your bonus action to to mark him with a grudge with your your I grudges. absolutely want to do that, and he can be my mark target for. Where do I have the notes on that somewhere? Uh, it, it was one d six additional. It's an additional d six piercing damage if you hit. Yes. Uh. Yeah, once day two d six bonus action. Oh, two d uh, six. There you go. That's what that's what it says here. So I'm just going off that. Okay, so I'm right. gonna go into my bow. I'm gonna grab that, and my short bow is right here. It's plus three. I'm gonna fire at him with a nineteen, and here nice. is Ooh. the one d six damage first, and then the additional two d six that's coming after that. It gives me a total of hey, where's my dice gunner? Uh, two, boom. Ooh, doing a total of eleven damage to him. Ooh. All right, so you uh, you draw the bow out, and as you uh, you take a moment and you declare your grudge against him, that ghostly figure. When you draw the arrow, you can see kind of the plate armored figure that's sort of superimposed over you, and you can hear the voice of that long dead dwarf king growling in your ear. Kathuranak, and uh, you can hear that that growling scream echo with the arrow as it flies through the air. Drives into the uh, into the the uh, ghost folk's shoulder and then forces itself in deeper after its hit. 
and he howls in pain. You know, like he. Hmm. I give right. a kind of half smile and I begin reaching for another arrow almost immediately. Yep. Uh, let's see. That scream is one of the most satisfying things you've ever heard uh, after marking him as your grudge. So that's Kari. The chieftain at this point has no choice Did but to run back into the goddamn latest. Did I miss my turn? Uh... You did. The, well, I missed your turn is what happened there. So please, by all means, do things. Uh, I was also going to shoot. I was also yeah. going to shoot that guy because that guy I is like, Glad has pretty much single-handedly won this, well, most of this fight for us. <laughs> if this guy's like on him. Uh, Hopefully, there's, there's a lot of ghost folk and you guys aren't out of it yeah. yet. So we'll see. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, I know. I'm going to, I'd also shoot him, but I'd like to spend my bonus action to Hunter's Mark him. Uh, yep, you can absolutely like do grudge, that. Hunter's Mark, fucking everything on this guy. No one and touches that glass. If I might suggest it, this would be maybe a wonderful time to spend some 20s. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, 100% with you there. I'd like to spend uh, that 20, please. You guys have gotten on the damage curve pretty hard pretty fast. <laughs> um. So, uh, so if you spend, want to burn a 20 on that, you can, you can crit his I ass. Spend a 20 to do 11 plus 4, so that's 15 so that's damage. 15 and 2d6 Hunter's Mark. Uh, which is an additional 5, so... Total of 20? 20. 20. Uh, mm. And I will continue to try and get the fuck out of dodge. Um, Alright. <clears throat> so he, uh, he staggers forward as you put a shot into his back, and he uh, screams out in, in that guttural, growling language of his which, again, you can somehow understand. What does he and say? And he screams, His head! Bring me his head! Um, I think he needs you. Alright, so that's that's the chieftain's turn. I As think he's he doing that, he doesn't have anybody in range, so he's going to have to move into the damn lay disruption. So that's another save at disadvantage. Okay, yeah. he fall down. <laughs> <laughs> so he runs into the lay disruption and immediately just kind of rolls and screams in just rage at this point as the ground kind of drops out from under him, quite literally. The stone warping and twisting like taffy. Uh, and he loses his footing and falls prone again. Um, this is one of those <laughs> moments I really wish I had cow trops to just throw into that as a well. host. Like, Fuck you guys, doubly. Yep. Uh, so he uh, will stand up and um, basically be able to use his dash to get out of it, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. He's still stuck in the uh, in the Shadow Pearls radius and can't get very far. Uh, damn it. The mage. Uh, she is looking at the pile of ice that's now built up around the guards, satisfied for the moment. Uh... I forget, was she compelled or not? Oh, she's totally... Oh, yeah, no, no. yeah she's, she's totally compelled. Um, she is still in it, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she, she stood up and she... <laughs> okay. Man, this is... This is a rock in my world, sir. Oh, well, there's another one. one. All right, so she kind of yelps as she is uh, snapped by the, the waves 
ripping through the stone and knocked off her feet again, and I'm going to force her to make a concentration save at this point. Uh, that is not going to do it. All right, oh. you can see the chains that at this point had pulled all of the Derekul on the uh, dais together and kind of then relocked around them and started to squeeze them. Uh, the chains go slack. All right. However, they do not come off their wrists. They're still locked on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, um, until you yeah. talked to me, I was this close from not taking lay, dis- lay disruption, but you're like, no, it's a really cool, useful spell. You should grab it. <laughs> like whenever I talked I, to you about it, like months ago. Yep. 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 I think, I think it may have saved your asses. Uh, Cloak, your turn, sir. Uh, are you What's Rizan doing? You've kind of lost sight of You've lost track of him. You're not really sure. Okay, I'm going to just assume that he was running then. He's going to wake up tomorrow, like, in the aftermath of it. Like, I'm still at the bar. Where where, where is everyone? Yeah, Yeah, that one person that just passed out and had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Good party. Yeah. (laughs) Just sees, like, stuff burning in the background. I I was muted the whole time trying to... Oh, yeah. Um, Is there still one chasing me or two chasing me? Oh my, yes. Okay. Um... Uh, However, you can see that they're sort of like uh, confusedly shaking their heads and and kind of, you know, clawing. They don't have claws, but like clawing at their eyes and their faces and starting to kind of lose track of where they're running as this, this strange black misty darkness is swirling up around them and confounding their senses. Uh, which I have a good idea what that is. Um, so, uh, I would, uh, how far away are they from me currently? Uh, let's see. They're probably 15 feet back from you because they had to contend with the goddamn late disruption. (laughs) Uh, so if I move one action, that moves them 45 feet away and they seem distracted and not moving. Um, so I would move... you kind of, you kind of, you've seen what's happening. They're gonna have to. They're probably gonna run back into that damn lay disruption, and then they can try mm-hmm. to get back out of it. But depending on how things go, they may, uh, they may run into trouble. Okay. Uh, so, um, I can't dash and drink the potion, right? You cannot. It's an action to drink the potion. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna dash the fifty feet. Um. And not and hang on to the potion, right? Okay. Because uh, I think I can get far enough away from them. Um, because if they were like getting gaining up right behind me, uh, my strategy was going to be like, I'm tiny. I'm gonna find little cubby holes to like dip into and like drink this potion and try to evade these giant things that don't sure. know where I'm at. Um, yep. And stealth my way out of the situation. But since uh, glass has saved the day. Um, I am I am dashing towards the gate and okay. making sure one is getting the fuck out in our party. I don't care about anyone else. All right, so you can see that there are a, a, a fair chunk of this crowd, about a quarter of the crowd in the cartways, is making their way toward this gate as well. Uh, however, it's still thin enough that you can kind of dart between people. So you are about one more movement uh, of your speed away from the gate itself. Okay. Uh, so you'll be able to reach it on your next turn. 
Let's see. Uh, at this point, let's do. Kane, you hear Riodan's voice just sort of echo in your ears, although it, he's not next to you. You just kind of hear it. Come on, quit screwing around. And then you can feel some of your pain ease and some of that burnt uh, <gasps> flesh begins to, to, to seal and kind of crisp and slough off with, uh, with whole flesh underneath it. Uh, and you regain five hit points from a healing word. Nice. I am uh, you can't see dead. where he is in the crowd, but he's somewhere out there, and apparently he's at least got half an eye on what's going on in here. Um, and then as an action, I think he is going to lash out with his Scourge of Blood. That'll be one hit, two hits. Uh, I think that's three hits. That is three hits. So he, you can see from in the midst of the crowd, um, you can see that uh, Riodan kind of clumsily and shakily pulls himself up on one of the guard scaffolds, whips his scourge out, and the, the leather tails on it burst into these long, writhing tendrils of liquid blood. And one seizes one of the ghost folk by the throat, and then each of them grab its wrists and sort of wrench it backwards and sort of lift it off the ground. And you can see blood beginning to just pour out of the wounds that these blood barbs slash into its skin. Uh, so let's get some damage. All right, uh, and it's, it uh, kind of convulses in the grip of these blood tentacles, and you can see its flesh begin to, to sink into its cheeks and around its muscles, and it goes limp and just hangs in the tentacles for a second until they uncoil and let this bloodless corpse fall to the ground. Oh, well, they're really weak. Um, they hit like a real hard train there. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're glass cannons. It's glass cannons, yeah. They're a little bit glass cannon-y. Yes, glass indeed. All right. Glass cannon. Glass cannon. All right, so cannon. ghost folk. I've got a couple of ghost folk who have to run back into the... Uh, <laughs> so the guy whose buddy just got desiccated, he is looking somewhat confused and kind of staring at the body, stumbles back into the, uh, into the rippling floor and goes ass over tea kettle onto the ground again. Uh, he struggles to his feet and, like, kind of crawls and staggers his way toward the stalls and jumps up out of the uh, out of the lay disruption. Uh, unfortunately, he can't get out of that damn shadow pearls radius. Uh, let's see. We have a couple other ghost folk here. So one of them breaks through the crowd and is beelining for the gate. And he is going to move, dash as a bonus action, and then dash as his action to make it 90 feet. He comes barreling through the open portcullis into the tunnel, howling for Kari's blood. Two other ones are going to move up. Wait. They were stuck in the... Uh, what? Did he run by me? Uh, he did, yes. Fucking guess what's gonna happen? Attack of opportunity. Opportunity. You may, you may indeed take an opportunity attack on him. I uh, as soon as he's up, he would just be like, 
Cloak would go for his fucking heels, man. Because he's probably about that height. Oh god. Uh, oh. <laughs> Gonna try and hamstring him. I have I have this horrible, like sickening the Achilles tendon, like I heard oh, my yeah. mate snap it once and just Oh no. Uh does a seventeen hit him? You got him. You got him. Boom. Twelve Ooh, damage. damage. All right, so it looks like nice. this guy had taken a knock or two from... Because this is one of the ones that wasn't in the original, uh, sort of the magical disruption that just wreaked havoc on the northern side. Mm-hmm. He was from the uh, the uh, the eastern side of the platform, and it looks like he had a few cuts and uh, some pretty nasty-looking bruises on him. So you indeed, as he runs by you, you just sort of lash out with your saber, slice him just below the calf, and he howls and sort of shifts his weight in an awkward way and topples backwards and almost does a backflip because of his forward momentum and sort of skids to the ground. And you just casually lay your saber across his uh, across his throat, smile at him from behind the uh, the bear tooth mask, and slit it. <laughs> He's really a ghost now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Glaz, your turn. Okay, so I'm trying to get a lay of lay of the land. Um, so, chieftain. So actually, this is where I I I, I need your help on understanding what I can yeah. do. So, the people who failed compulsion, yeah, are still under it because I'm still concentrating. Is that correct, or is the pearl work yes. a little differently? So uh, no, they're they're still un- yeah they're, they're still affected. So. Anyone who ha- you know, any anyone who uh, I still although I do have to I do have to make some saving throws for them. They might. Be yeah, I was gonna say uh, see if they break it uh, at the end of each of their turn. Chieftain does not. The mage does not. Crap. Um. Uh, that ghost folk doesn't because they have a plus zero wisdom. That one does. All right, so we've got a couple of ghost folk who are now uh, outside of the compulsion. Okay. So. Uh, is the mage lady standing? She's prone. She's prone. Is the chief uh, no, stand? I'm sorry. She she would have struggled to her feet. So she is on her feet, but in the lay disruption. Because she was deeper into it. Um, and she hasn't been able to get out of it yet. So I see Kari's ghost. The, the Kari shoot her bow with the ghost. So I know that it's like, it's on. Because uh, yeah. I, you know, between my uh, between my uh, detect magic and also just Kari's general aura, seeing these arrows basically go flying over my shoulder, um, yep. I uh, sort of skid to a halt. Guys, because it goes, oh, oh, well, that should stop them at least a little bit, so we can try. And I turn around and I see that mage standing there. It's like. Mm-hmm. You are not very nice. You are not a very nice lady. I do not like you at all, and you are not one of my teachers. Bimian teachers are much nicer than that. I'm in a nat 20 uh, level 2 um, chromatic orb her. Oof! All right. Ooh, what, I love what that. Damage. What damage time? I am going to... For gla- oh, just for uh, Glass because he's tied into that fire. Uh, the... Uh, Pulling the, the energy of the Everforge to uh, channel this spell and to make it this nat 20. He just sort of reaches down to the ground and just with the lay disruption energy. And, you know, since he's already tied into that, I'm not going to actually do the, um, the geomancer roll. Okay. 
um, because there's not a whole lot with this. If I'm really using a nat 20 to make it any better. <laughs> sure. uh, so uh, he just looks at her and goes, you should learn to be more polite and just unleashes chromatic orb at her, which I believe yeah, so you, as a nat you 20 hold up, is uh, eight. You, oh. You, yeah, you hold up your diamond, and it sort of hovers above your palm and begins spinning, and it spins faster and faster and catches fire from a spark within, and then you throw your hand forward, and this great swirling orb of fire lashes out through the crowd and strikes her dead center in the chest. Uh, I think chromatic orb is 3d8, is that right? I cast it level four. Oh, you cast it level two, right, 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 29 damage, holy. That'd be 29 fire damage. Yup. So she howls in agony, and uh, you can see that her chest is now burnt down to the muscle, and you can see her pectorals just kind of quivering in uh, mind-bending pain, and she falls to her knees, and her breathing is now ragged and heavy. (gasps) You are not the only person who knows how to play with fire, my dear. So she is is officially in a real bad shape. Laz will continue to back up because he okay. still knows better. Um, and these guys are very big and run very fast. Okay. So just just to give you guys uh, sort of uh, sort of a check on on where everybody is, there's a ghost folk way back uh, toward kind of the far side of the lay disruption, um, next to the one that Riodan just exsanguinated. There is one uh, kind of on the near end of the lay disruption. There's one in the tunnel with Kari, and there's one running up. No, sorry, two of them have been killed. So yeah, there's one running kind of toward Glass. Did uh, that no, that one one's make dead. it to that the tunnel? No, 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 no. No, he was killed no, that by. One? Uh, he was yeah. killed by Cloak. There's only three up. All right. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Uh, where are we at? That was Glass. Now it's Kane. Kane, sir, your turn. Hey. Yeah, I run. Just I run. Like okay. I, I, at this point, like I'm, um, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, action. Um, is the chieftain still up? Chieftain yeah, is still up. He went back in, but he went back in, didn't he? He was he was thrown back into the uh, back into the uh, disruption. So he'll be slow, but he's able to get out of it um, because he's he's like just on the edge of. It. Yeah, I'm gonna have to double. Uh, I'm gonna have to use my action to dash. Dash. And I'm All just right. going to try and get the fuck out of here as quick as I can. All right, so you're probably one good move away from the uh, the portcullis. You're up uh, just just on Cloak's heels at this point. You've managed to basically traverse uh, almost all of the black market toward the, toward the gate. Uh, Kari, I'm your turn. Just standing on top of a ghost folk, just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm... <laughs> Going to reach back into my quiver, pull out another bow, and draw back the string, and try to make sure that I'm not going to hit Glass because he's doing stuff, and wait for my moment, and then release again. And I don't have any net twenties, so I'm just gonna. Right. I do not think a five is going to hit, or an eight is going to hit him though. An eight is probably not going to hit. No. Oh, that wasn't what um, I was going to do. Fuck. Oh well. Next time. No. All right. Uh, so he manages bolt. to. Uh... So the arrow kind of catches him in the arm uh, in just sort of the outside of the meat there, and he smacks it with the haft of his axe, breaks it off, and then just sort of ignores the pain and continues charging down the hallway at you. Um, Mm. 
This Chieftain. is gonna suck. Uh, Chieftain is going to drag his ass up. Drag his ass out of the uh, out of the out of the disruption. So he's got five more feet of actual movement left. He's gonna dash for fifteen. He's gonna dash again for fifteen. And he's still a good fifteen feet behind Kane. God. Um the mage. She Oh no. She screams out in her language toward the chieftain. Uh Kane, you can understand it. She says We have to go now. And the chieftain looks at her with just fury on his face. But he uh it he looks back toward um back toward uh Kane, essentially. Kane and uh and who else hit him? It was um Kane Carry. Yeah, Kane you credit him. Kari, I think you might have shot him. Yeah, yeah Glaz Kari grudged uh, Glaz, him. Yeah, I went after the mage. Yep. Uh, I just, so I just, he he sort of he throws a furious, just burning look toward Kane, who's who's barreling down the hall and kind of and and moves and kind of like breaks off and starts going back toward the mage. She painstakingly pulls herself uh, up and away through the disruption and manages to just get to him since he couldn't get that far. Reaches out with her hand, grabs his, and they both shimmer and vanish. <laughs> If I only catch a glimpse of this, does it look like the same way that guy vanished with the sickles? Very. Uh, the the guy with the sickles didn't vanish. His boss, though, right? That what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would say it's similar, but not the same. Okay. Right. So it's similar sort of magic. Remember that they're like in tel- in in Midgard. That's about as big as teleportation magic gets. Is yeah. relatively short range, you know, in the yeah. grand scheme of things. But I mean. But for example, if they could travel into like an adjacent tunnel and right, straight right. And then, the then if you want to go hunt them through the cartways, you're welcome. No, fuck that. <laughs> I want out. I want out. As but soon as uh, I they did. It looks like leave their uh, leave yeah, their guys behind. Their, tri- their, their tribesmen behind for the moment. Uh, so they have vanished. I'm going to go ahead and pull them off the initiative now, unless you guys have some super clever ways to try and follow them or anything. Uh, Cloak, your turn. Um, so I want to have a way to detect if they use the portal. Um, uh, I can tell you right now, I mean, you have your portal sense. I'll tell you, it, it, essentially it was a, an instantaneous short-lived portal that they, uh, that they went through. So it, it was essentially a dimension door spell. Okay. And so where did it go? You don't get to know that. Oh, yeah. Um, you so, suspect you might be able to, if you wanted to search, find the, the destination point. But then you'd have to no, go I looking for it. Yeah, I don't think it. Uh, so how many ghost folk are left? Two? Three. There are two in the in the main hall. One coming up sort of close to you at this point. Uh, although, I, actually, he's going to hit uh, he's going to hit Kane first. And one in the tunnel uh, running after Kari. Um, all right, so one's behind Kane, and one's behind Kari. And then um, one is kind of just way the hell back there. 
Yeah. So uh, I think what I'm gonna do, because the, the how far is the way the one in front of me going after Kari? Uh, so you're about 25 feet away from the gate, and then he's probably another uh, 30 feet away there. So 55 feet away from you. Oh Jesus! Um... Yeah, they're fast if they're not being screwed up. Because uh, I mean, they're you know they're moving, they're dashing as a bonus action, and then a lot of them are dashing as their action as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one, uh, I think what he will do, because I think Kane can get away from the other one fairly quickly if he just keeps dashing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Cloak is going to dash 50 feet, um, and be up right behind the one going after Kari with his blade ready. And you see like the blue lightning starting to form. Uh, as he's like looking for the weaknesses uh, in this uh, this creature, and that's where he's going to end his turn. Yeah, you sort of concentrate on that little planar ripple that the uh, the ghost folk shaman mage uh, used to escape her and the chieftain, and you draw mm-hmm. on the sort of lingering shreds of that energy, and it gathers along the edge of your blade, and that disrupting blue, just pure force. That was cloak. The ghost folk. So one of them, uh, one of them is still freaking going back into the light disruption. Impelled. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. No, no, it's good. It's good, man. All right, he blows it. Yeah, yeah. He he. So he goes into the light disruption and gets tumbled again, and so he makes very slow progress, dragging himself out of the the ripples and then along the uh, the tunnel. Uh, along the cartway's black market. One of them in the tunnel is actually going to close the distance to Kari and howling for her blood, swing his axe at her face. Actually, he's got a, he's got a Derekul Warhammer, not an axe. Mm-hmm. Oh, looks like he's going to hit you oh. for oof, 11, 11 bludgeoning damage. 14 does not hit me. Uh, it's I don't have the bonuses on there. That was a 19. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah, plus five. Uh, yeah. And my bonus action, I can't use shield of faith as a thing because, okay. Well, that's you can uh, put so on your So how turn. much damage? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eleven. Eleven bludgeoning damage. <sighs> I go down to one knee. Um, Oof. All yeah. right. There's a Actually, there's a bone crushing thump and and Kari drops to her knee at the, under the onslaught of this, this fearsome thing. Uh, I will let out a horrendous scream of agony as well, having not felt that much pain, I think, ever in my life. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it sort of bellows again in sort of reveling in your, in your pain and uh, sort of howling for your blood. You can, you can just gather that from it. Uh, the oh, other one that is not stuck in the disruption is going to make it up to pain because he can move... This is the one that shook off the compulsion. So he can move, dash as a bonus action, and just he just comes bounding through the uh, through the crowd, shoving people out of the way with just this this wide just burst of elbows and shoulders. Steps up on uh, on the the counter of a cartway's little market stall, hurls himself through the air, and comes with a two handed swing down towards you. <sighs> you turn desperately. As for a second, it's like you can see what's happening behind you. 
as you're uh, as you're running desperately to catch up with your friends you can just feel him coming at your back and you have this image in your mind clear as day this strange almost like top-down view of the area around you and you see him hurling through the air and so you turn and your blade lashes out without you even being able to see with your eyes knowing exactly where to put it you catch his longsword on yours slide up and lock him with the cross guard and shove him down to the uh, to the ground beside you he turned on witcher mode yep <laughs> this is, there you go this is, uh, so that was the ghost vote glass your turn um so glass uh is uh saw the toby goes damn it damn it damn it they got the way Kari, they got the way it sees it he turns around and sees this one that's just slammed in the car he goes she was having a very good day today. You do not do that. And he's going to chromatic orb this one. Okay. Um, I was having a great day. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to roll. Yeah, I'm just going to roll it and let's see if he gets it. 14? I'll get him. Oh, yeah. That gets so, him. Uh, Laz is really angry about this. So instead of spinning the diamond, he just sort of like presses in you actually probably see like a you know it's, it, the points of the diamond almost you know, bring blood and you can see this glowing know? red light of fire as one hand reaches down and he once again channels uh this fire energy out of the ley line that he's attached to oh i did some damage it's no big deal and then let's what, roll this up oh, you, level did one. you want to chant did you want to channel the ley line um i forgot to announce it before i did it so if, if you want to go ahead oh okay. if you're intending to do it go ahead Yep, and so it's a level one spell, so it's yep. a 11 DC, if I recall. That'll do 14. it. So you draw on that link deep in your soul, and you pull that, that pulsing energy from the ley line so far from you now. And yeah, let me roll a yep. D10, I believe is what I roll. Yes, a D10, which is this fun one right here. Uh, on a four... If your spell affects multiple creatures, choose one that creature's disadvantage. There's no, uh, it doesn't affect multiple. No, so there's no saving throw on this one. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. disadvantage so, on a saving throw, right? Yeah. Correct. So, yeah, it's just he okay. takes, uh, uh, takes... Takes 10, ten fire damage. damage. Yeah. So fire damage. He, uh, he sort of bends backwards as the orb burns in between his shoulder blades, and you can see little bits of charred bone sticking out through the burnt meat of his, uh, if his rippling back muscles now. And he kind of turns back towards you, and you can see this, like, slavering, foaming drool pouring off of his jaw and tusks. <sighs> he looks back at me and glass for... You see once some of the troll can and glass because this mm-hmm. person heard it. And he, glasses as those. He looks at me and goes... <sighs> and you actually Ooh. see him for once bear his tusks. Nice. Ooh, uh, hey, your on. turn. Uh, so this one that attacked Carrie is still... He's still alive, yeah. Badly, badly wounded, but still alive. And he's he's between Glaz and the exit as well? He, he, well, he the one that attacked Kari is out in the tunnel beyond the gate. Yeah, and Glaz is going to have to run past him potentially to... And Cloak is, has his sword out and he's running up on him. Yep, Cloak is, yep. Cloak is closing on him. Um, Where's the other... Uh, the yeah, other one is well, there's one on you. And remember, he yep. he just came back. There's another one that's just way back at this point because he's um, still trying to drag out of the compulsion right. and the and the late disruption. 
I'm gonna move. Uh, I'm gonna move. To if you don't disengage, he'll, if you don't disengage, he'll get an opportunity. Let me just check how many. Because there's a guy. Are. There's a guy on you right now. Yep, I'm gonna risk it. Ooh. I'm gonna risk it for a biscuit. Uh, I mean, I would. I you mean, would even if he not? hits you. No, I would, because, like, doing the math, I, I mean, even if he, like, unless he crits, I don't, but... I don't okay. think a 14 will do it, so you manage no, to parry, you parry his blow that's kind of a clumsy backswing after his, uh, after he committed everything to that leap. Uh, he's a little um, off balance, and you manage to duck out of the way and, and zip off. And I'm going to spend my last nat 20 to try and fell this fucker who's attacked Carrie, and All is right. in between Glass and the exit. And then I'm just gonna hope that I can fucking run. <laughs> um, I will use my bonus action before I do to change uh, my hunter's mark to him. You cannot because the current recipient of your hunter's mark is not at zero hit points. He got away with your hunter's mark. Uh oh, is that how it works? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can only change. You can only. You can only change it once you drop into zero. But little mixed blessing for the chieftain, since now you have advantage to track him if you want. <laughs> No, don't want to track bad man. Like, because right. how long uh, does now, it right. last for? Uh, an hour. So I will say that you guys. So you're far enough away that you basically get to the gate now, and the the uh, the ghost folk and Kari are way down the tunnel. But you've had your bow in your other hand, so if you want, you can sheathe your sword and make your attack with your bow. Yeah, that's absolutely what I'm gonna do. Um, and so might... go ahead and roll me some damage. I might genuinely just tr- like drop the hunter's mark and spend another spell slot to because okay. I need yeah, fucking guy to die. You can absolutely do that. I-, I will tell you that he is very clearly bloody. So if you're spending yeah, a twenty no. on him, you probably don't need to burn the spell slot. I'll tell you, you can okay. probably right. figure that out at a glance. In which case, uh, let's just shoot him and hope uh, for decent rolls. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eleven plus so fifteen. Yeah, okay, so that would have killed him if he was healthy. So you put the arrow straight between two of his vertebrae that are exposed by the searing, lay-infused energy that Glaz just burnt into his back with, and he stiffens, drops to his knees, and he's desperately trying to raise his warhammer to crush Kari's skull, and his strength just fails him as his life bleeds out of his back and his chest, and he collapses. So that was Kari. Your turn. She's gone. Cloak. Cloak. There she is. All right. So you're you're getting ready to pull your your blade and defend yourself when one of Kane's arrows bursts through the center of this ghost folk's chest and it just sort of collapses to the side, dead. Oh man, that is relieving. And am I muted? I'm not <laughs> muted. Okay. You're not so muted. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to touch myself, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds as ow, <laughs> and that's going to go for five hit points, I believe. Nice. Yep. yep. So regain your Six. hit points. Uh, cloak, your turn. <clears throat> so how far away is the other ghost folk from me now? Within a move, within a move of you, because okay. he was uh, on Kane, who was pretty close behind you. And it's how he's not damaged at all. He is not. This one is pristine. Um, so Cloak like scowls at Kane a little bit, and he's like, worry about the other one. Ah! And then he runs past Kane, and he's going to spend his crit 
Um, and uh, he's literally flying up uh, and like stabbing this thing like in the chest area, like Adam's apple. Um, right. And that's what he's going for. So uh, all right, so you're critting. Give me, give me some damage. Uh, five plus eight, Ooh. which is uh, so nine. It'll be seventeen plus the uh, 17. my spell ability, which is um, uh, nineteen damage in total. Uh, remember that any damage dice added also double on a crit. So that oh, that force damage that that force oh. damage also doubles. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, oh, so yeah. six. Uh, so that is uh, 25, 25 damage in <laughs> all right so uh so he's he's now recovered from that that uh, backswing that clumsily missed uh missed Kane and you sort of run up and your cloak lashes up grabs hold of the uh the pole holding up the awning of this stall and sort of swings you up into the uh into the air you plant both feet in his chest, drive your sword into his throat, and just stab, 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 and ride him to the ground as he dies. And that's true. That, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so you guys take a moment to to kind of see through the crowd, and you can see that the final remaining ghost folk warrior, who was just way the hell back there, has managed to shake off the compulsion finally and has dragged himself out of the lay disruption, you can see just this faint uh, flash of ghostly white flesh as he disappears down the tunnel on the far side of the black market. Worst guards, that the guards ever. take care of that? What's that? Glaz is saying to the rest of the party, I say we let the guards deal with that one. We did our share. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, it's like... I think I got blood and like coughs up blood a little bit. And he's like, yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, that is where we're going to stop for this week. And it will be interesting to see if you guys can track down what happened to Vandessian Thrick in all of this chaos. Yeah. When I note so that I don't forget, Glaz sure. grabs the pearl back up. Oh, so you're going to go back and retrieve it? I want to retrieve it. Oh, after, after what, after yeah. what, how good that just worked for us? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, no problem. We, we went do from that. total party kill to fucking Glass being MVP. So, uh, so there we go. That's uh, that's that's our session for this evening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a blast. Oh yeah, Glass picks up the pearl just like puts it back in his pocket. Oh man, uh, between the compulsion from the shadow pearl and the lay disruption, that was uh, game changing in that in that <laughs> fight because that was very much a, a quite a deadly fight. So. Oof. You guys done good. Strategery. Uh, yeah, so there we have it. Uh, I believe we have our host call. Yeah. And I think we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up sort of short form this time since Will isn't feeling well. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we all had a great time. Uh, we, I could see just a lot of excitement and enjoyment in the chat. I'm glad you guys are enjoying the Ghost Folk fight. Uh, and we hope to see you again next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Don't roll too many net ones because we want to be laughing there. What do you do? Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.